are getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. about to be assassinated <laughs> the song that just came on we're fine warning the following program contains extreme and unacceptable views do you know you're extreme 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 the people are extreme and they're unacceptable the small fringe minority holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Get out, scream! Get out! We're back up on you! Just doing the job! We're back up on you! You scurf! Story time. I got a story for you. It's a true story. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. Diagalon. 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 A far-right extremist group. We're talking about a group that is organized, driven by an extreme ideology. A so-called accelerationist group. Formed by a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. Which aims to accelerate racial conflict to lead to the eventual creation of a white ethnostate. Its stated purpose is, quote, to incite a race war. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude. It's over. It's fucking done. <laughs> are talking about a meme. A meme to justify a state of emergency. They're super country. D dude, did we predict this on one of the old fucking streams? Remember diagonal country all the way to Ala and Alaska? Dude, you know, here it is. All the way from Florida. All the way up, super diagonal country. The Justin Trudeau regime declared war on a pretend country that doesn't exist. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. How much vitriol do we have to see of Honk Honk, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler? people like me so you can point and say that's a bad guy that's okay i'll be a bad guy for you i made this on my phone as a pretend flag for a pretend country that doesn't exist its vice president is a goat figurine named Philip, who has an extremely hard time with narcotics. Diagonal was founded by Jeremy McKenzie, a veteran who himself was arrested for possessing weapons. Your Honor, my client's been inebriated for everything he's ever said. None of this is actionable. Different. The Ottawa police are a little bit a little upset. Oh, is there a leak in your ship? Mm. I have escaped. Is it possible I've slept so long? We've gone into the Soviet Union. Putin did provide me with new cave. Executive sweep cave. Dosvodanya. It's what makes you a terrorist by watching this. You're all on watch list. Jeremy McKenzie remains free. A video apparently placing him at a goat farm. Back to you, sir. 
I just wanted to make YouTube videos. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to take back the power. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? If you have weak fucking shitty leadership, everything else falls apart. We're still here. The fence came down. <laughs> I guess I'm the bad guy now. The boys have had enough. Let's go. Jackets out of the budget. There's nothing, guys. We're gonna we're dead. It's over. Hello, Hoya. Welcome back. It's uh, it doesn't matter what day it is. It's another day in hell. And when you're in hell, you know what they say. Just keep going. So it really doesn't matter. Just get it over with. So we can get the next one over with, and the next one, and the next one. And then it's still it's still gonna suck by then too. <laughs> Sorry. It's, uh, it's the middle of June, I think. Something like that. Something like that. I don't know. How are you guys doing? YouTube, Entropy, Rumble, Twitch. I tried to stream this on Telegram. It, it didn't work for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is you're doing great, kid. You're doing great, kid. That's enough of that. Quiet now. Quiet now. It's time to, it's time to do mental illness now. You'll be quiet now. That's enough of your noises and your banging on things and, and instruments and whatever. Chris, Jason, how are you, man? Thank you. First hundo, let's go. It's Friday, he says. It is Friday. It's uh, FedPost Friday. <laughs> it's Factor Fairy Tale Friday. Um, we got, got some more of those later as well. And again, thank you, man, so much. Um, <laughs> you're going to read that. Uh, you're doing great, kid. Tris Jason, thank you very much, man. I appreciate your support. It's been... Um, 
May, maybe insane. I don't know. I don't know what you're... Just thank you. Thank you very much. NWO Pick... Where's this, this noise coming from? And then another... Yes, another new location. You know what I mean? Look at me go. I'm just always in a different place, in a different time. I'm going to set up a bunch of shit here soon. And um doesn't matter. But uh, NWO Pickley, uh, so there's an echo. I think that's where that thought was going. I, I got to get some foam or something. Cheers, bigots. At least it's almost summer. So now it is, uh, now is not the time for freezing that will come later. Um, yes, this winter when none of us can afford gas anymore. <laughs> hey, we can't heat our houses, but at least we were woke. That's a great thing we did there. We're all going to freeze to death together. Trucker Rob, he says, weekly tithing at work, but paying attention. Thank you for keeping us motivated. Thank you very much, sir. Um, I hope you're still trucking. NYC Bit, thank you very much, man. He says, now listen up here, Mr. Rage Man. This riddle you may not know. Who opens our borders then closes their own? Oh, I have an idea who that could be. I think it's a small country in the Middle East. It's a little, real tiny one, like... You know, so small, you wouldn't even notice it on the map. It's so small, it defies logic when you compare it to how small it is. And the absolute phenomenal amount of power that it runs through the world is so disproportionately strange that one might ask questions as to how that came to be. Godzilla Unchained says, breaking news, New York's Ducati family crime boss, Tony the Meat Hook Paganelli, released an open letter to the President of the United States. Hey, Joe, you pedo piece of shit. Where's Ghislaine Maxwell's customer list, you fuck? Hey, fuck you. Is that real? That would be hilarious. <laughs> Mafia's coming after you. Hey, man, I'm getting sick of this shit now. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are you seeing what I'm seeing over here? Tony, Vinny, Donnie, are you seeing this? Barlow, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Unbelievable. Unreal. I love the balls on this guy. Karen Kanzer, um, yeah, we got that later. Justin Bieber's new... <laughs> Jesus. There's Burns and then there's that. Oh, arrest that man immediately. Karen Kanzler says Justin Bieber's new Jean Chrétien impression is pretty dope. <laughs> that's awful. That's all. It's fucking hilarious, but that's awful. Um, <laughs> and Godzilla Unchained. More breaking news. Los Angeles, California, the president announced his launch of limited thermonuclear war in retaliation for Putin's price hike. <laughs> this is step four of my five-step plan to build back better. That's great. Sergeant Rock, two reasons for the PM to fly to L.A. One, James Top is closing in on Ottawa, so it's time to run and hide. And number two is I bet he took his surfboard with him and pulling for a shark attack. Well, wouldn't that be overly convenient? I doubt it. I, I doubt that would happen. But um, yes, James Top is arriving. He's getting very, very close. He's only a couple of weeks away. Can you believe this man? Can you believe this absolute psycho of a man? I, I mean, it's fucking crazy. I don't understand how people... And, and some of the chirps people are, are saying, you know? They're saying stuff like, uh, oh, there's hardly even any people marching with him. <laughs> yeah, because it's impossible. <laughs> That's like... That's like complaining that there's only one heavyweight champion of the world. Well, there's only one of them, so what's a big deal? How stupid can you be? Left wing, hey, hey, hey! How stupid can you be? I'm, I'm just, there's a new low every day. And it's, it's never disappointing. It's always intriguing, but it's equally horrifying 
I don't know what to say. I don't know what. You just start leaving anybody marching with him. <laughs> we only had one guy win the Victoria Cross. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I don't think you understand. You're missing the point. And it's good to know that your grasp of reality isn't a grasp at all. It's really just, um, you know, your uh, empty, uh, frail, soft hand reaching, you know, out in as as you're sleeping in bed, curled up next to your uh, Japanese sex doll you paid fifteen thousand dollars for. Your unconscious arm reaching towards the hand of your, you know, lovely spouse and wife who will never exist uh, because you're an absolute failure and disaster of a human being, and that's why you're sleeping with a sex doll in your mom's house. Okay, that's the people that think those things, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's James Top. Are you kidding me? The man has been marching from Vancouver since the winter time, <laughs> since since like Valentine's Day, I think, around that time, the twenty something like that. It was just, I mean, it, <laughs> imagine. I'm just, I'm so mad. I'm going to put on a rucksack and I'm just going to walk to where these people are. <laughs> just that is a that is a dedication to a mission that I can't. I mean. You know, you know, most people get angry or, or they get motivated to do something or some people, you know, their New Year's resolution. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to, I'm going to, you'll see, you'll all see. And, you know, these people last like two days or a week or something. Some people give it a try for a month or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to quit smoking. No, you're not, you know, <laughs> it's just, you know, they're not. But then every once in a while, someone gets so, he, he didn't even get a chance. There's no time to like, he, he didn't calm down. He didn't go, what am I doing? This is crazy. I'm overreacting. No. He just was like, well, this is what I'm doing. And then thought about nothing else and just started marching. <laughs> Holy man, that's an intense guy right there, buddy. Holy shit. How many times I've been like so angry. I'm like, I'm going to go down there. And you calm, you calm down. And you go, you know what? It's not even worth it. He's like, no, it's worth it. I'm going to march across rain, snow, sleet, hail. People are driving by, giving me the finger. I don't care. I don't get, I'll start running. I'll go even faster. I'll go even faster. <laughs> My feet have grown two sizes to accommodate my increased rate of speed. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And it's, it's a travesty and a national disgrace that the media refuses to cover that. And they refuse to cover it because of the political reasons, obviously. Um, you know, recent polls suggest that the left wing in Canada is very happy with how the media covers uh, politics and the right wing, not at all. I wonder why that is. Probably because they're all on the same side. You know, I'd be happy with our performance if we were just stuffing the heads in of people, too. It would be great. Sergeant Rocks is... Uh, oh, I read that one. Sorry, my bad. And I think I missed uh, one more. Kanakian. There you are. I've been looking for you. It says, the way you hold that mic makes my nipples hard. I'm not sure how to take that. Um, yes. <laughs> good. This is good. I, it's not bad. No, it's not. That's a good thing. That's an, that's an unequivocally good thing. So here's to you, your nipples, and uh, James Top. Um, he's so close. He's past. It's Sault Ste. Marie already? Are you kidding me? Do you understand how big of an accomplishment this is? This is crazy. This is one of the most. On his own, he's not making money. His job is gone. His career is destroyed. Like, he just threw it all away to do this one selfless, incredibly... This is like Greek fucking mythology. And I'm not kidding about that for even one second. Can you imagine? Like, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's pretty neat. Some people are like watching it. Imagine reading about this way after the fact. Once there was a man who was so incensed that the state had gotten so out of control. <laughs> Only one man. 
It's not completely by himself. There's been a couple people that I'm with him the whole time, but still, but still, the story's way sexier this way. And, and in every scene of James Top marching, it's just raining and thunder. Every Even during the daytime. It's also dark and raining and thunder every day. And for some reason, there's crows circling all the time. All the time. And he's always getting closer. Every day. And he marched across North America in the Rocky Mountains in the wintertime. He's fucking fighting off cougars. You know, it's 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 guy on a buffalo on steroids. On, on you know, on Trenbolone for breakfast cereal. That's what, that's what James Top is. He's like, um, somebody write that in now, or maybe he's like, you can be one of the Roman gods of like feats of endurance, mental, physical, indestructible person. I mean, Jesus, what can you say anything else? I don't think so. So we should just have a drink in his honor and uh, thank all you guys. The, uh, and the Vets for Freedom guys, I'm excited about this organization. They're guys, I'm telling you, if you're not in, get in now, go apply now and uh, do the applications. There's, there's, we're gaining ground here. It's it's interesting. There's a lot of good stuff coming along. And uh, you guys are doing a great job. Thank you so much for uh, providing me and everyone else with this um, something. <laughs> you know, we got something. That's that's a start. And it's uh, it's getting bigger and, and stronger every day. And in time, uh, you know, I was just talking to one of the guys earlier. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a substantially powerful organization soon. I do believe that um, with, a, with probably not too much uh, more help and uh, looking forward to it's my suggestion looking forward to it. But this is my suggestion. Um, there is an honorary colonel. And that is, uh, uh, of course, Brian Peckford, who was the last, I believe, the last living uh, author of the Canadian Charter of Rights and um, whatever they are called, since no one seems to care, especially in the government anymore. I think they use it as toilet paper. He's the honorary colonel, and every, every unit can't just have an honorary colonel. You must also have an honorary regimental sergeant major. And I, I mean, I can think of no one. Uh, regimental, uh, RS, yeah, regimental sergeant, the, the RSM, the top, you know. It said that the, the RSM is the, uh, the spirit and the soul of the regiment, that that one man is, is kind of everything emanates outward from him throughout the ranks of the troops and the warriors and so on. And um, if it's not James Thomas, nobody, okay? <laughs> so they can kick him out of the army, but all you did, all you did was make him a fucking legend. So thanks to you guys over there in that organization, all the work you're doing on the ground, cleaning up the cenotaphs and uh, the community network and outreach and all of you guys for supporting them uh, and myself and, um, you know, generally flipping the bird to the media. It needs to be done. It's not glorious work. It's not pretty. We're often hungover, but somebody's got to do it. It's important. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Happy Friday. right now. The cinnamons, I'm gonna call them. I can tell how retarded the left is. I can tell you how retarded they are. 
They're more retarded than the pungent odor that escapes the crutches of the flaking meat curtains. This is horrifying. I, I'm not even going to comment on that anymore. We all know the depths of horror. Um, we, we don't need to. We don't need to. Anderson Paladin Top is literally walking the walk, the madman. Absolutely. You're never... Can you can, find me someone more dedicated to anything in, in, your, in their life? And... Uh, I'll, I'll, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, and also the other, the whole thing that spawned that whole thing. The other things to cheer us to was, was Kanuckian's uh, nipples, of course. That's uh, very important. We recognize that. And, uh, you know, peace be upon you and, and so on and so forth. All right. Um, what are we doing? The great, the great reset. It's all about money. It really is all about money. Um, I, I kind of theorized this a while ago. Um, but you kind of you get lost in the shuffle and the and the the, the craziness of the day to day. Every story, there's something else happening. There's bombs going off. There's Russians over here. There's murder hornets. There's you know anal probes in China. There's I mean, good God, the run of a week. It's like living through a uh, living through a Tim Burton movie. It's just Monday to Friday every day. You're like, I don't even what you know. How do I even make sense of any of this? So you kind of <laughs> it's, I don't blame you for getting caught up in the craziness. Um, because it's impossible not to really. Um, but early, early on, I, cause, um, I started kind of paying attention to stuff probably, you know, younger, probably after the nine 11 days, but not, not a lot at first, not all at once. Um, and I kind of picked things up over and over, but the, the 2008, nine, 10 financial, uh, crisis really interests me. It did for a long time. And, um, I kind of came to the conclusion because of what was presented then at the time as evidence from a lot of very, the people that called it who were right the whole time, obviously are the people I'm going to listen to because they were right. And everyone else, the experts you see um, was wrong. There is no bubble. There's nothing to worry about. It's invest now more than ever. Everything's amazing. Everything's doing great. This is what the experts were saying on, uh, on Bloomberg on, on, you know, CNN money and all of that stuff. So, you know, Warren Buffett say yeah fuck Warren Buffett okay um and then there was a small group of people dissenting people not the experts but they were equally qualified they're bankers and they're economists and they're smart you know investors and so on but they were going against the grain of the story so they were crazy insane people except they weren't crazy and insane they were right and they made a mountain of money billions and billions and billions of dollars um, because they knew that the crash and the collapse and the end of everything was coming now what happened in the aftermath is that the bankers and the government instead of punishing these people for fraudulently um defrauding the system for year forever um they just printed a fuckload of money which robbed you know the american people and much of the world of their of their wealth really and then paid the bankers loans and stuff off to keep the machine going for another 10 years Well, lehman brothers not so much they went completely uh, completely bust but outside of that um they only one person went to jail i think out of the whole thing it's the biggest uh, fraud and cr crime in in financial history and one guy went to jail for, in switzerland or something like that um, but anyway, the point being that was it that like that, that was it. The, uh, it's over. It didn't just, it wasn't a bump in the road. They, all they did was they hit the iceberg and then they patched it up to give them about 10 years time, which is right about now. We're getting pretty close right around 2019, right? Because the global economy is such that it's, um, unsustainable. The amount of the way we live and the money printing and the debt, like it's just, it's a pyramid scheme, and eventually, as I understood at the time and what I was taught and what I learned, is that all fiat currencies, which is money that's backed by nothing, something someone prints, prints out of thin air, is uh, 
always fails. Every single time it's ever been tried, it always ends up in the complete destruction of the empire that implemented it. And uh, it's kind of a scam. It's a pyramid scheme. So, you know, the money's backed by nothing. They can print as much of it as they want. And the more they print, the less it's worth. And that's why everything costs as much as it does today. Because they printed more money than both world wars combined over the past two years in spending. Because COVID. Because COVID. Do you think that might have an inflationary effect? Do you understand how much money they've printed? I mean, I can't, I can't put it into words. It's like the Twin Towers filled with $1,000 bills. Yeah, we just blew that on um, CERB. I'm not kidding. Like, that's how much it cost to do all the, all the shit, all the programs and all the testing and all the... They absolutely uh, bankrupted the living hell out of everybody with that. So now we got the now we get this. But the, the thing is, the point is, if the system is going to collapse, the boat's going down, but you've bought yourself some time, what do you do? There, this, is a, this is a controlled demolition of the, of the world because there was no way people were just going to go along with this. How do you get them to go along with this? Listen, we're going to have to de- <laughs> we're going to have to destroy the nation states. We need these sustainable development goals. We're going to have all open borders. You're basically going to be owned by a few cor- corporations that are going to call all the shots now. Uh, we're, there's way too many of you people, by the way. Most of you, a lot of you have got to die. Let's be honest. There's not room for you. We don't need you. We've got robots now. It's just expensive on resources. So we're just going to, you know, trim a fair amount of you guys uh, right off the board. Um, so if you could just line up voluntarily... <laughs> All right. No, I don't think people would go for that. I don't know. So you need some kind of catalyst. You need a reason. Just like we can't just go invade the Middle East. Why would we do that? Well, because we want to make a lot of money. Well, that's... I don't really feel like getting killed so you can make a lot of money. Um, So they crashed some planes into some buildings and then said, Oh, no, look. Bad people want to hurt you. Are you scared now? Okay, good. Now can we go make some lot, make me lots of money? So then everyone went and made them lots of money, uh, rampaging over the enemies of the, the state of Israel for, you know, 20-some years. Oh, well. And uh, so that's what this is. Make everybody afraid of the... It's not really... If, just make them as scared as shit so that we can get away with... Um, we're just going to create all kinds of dumb reasons for why we have to absolutely annihilate your lives. That's why your airports are in shambles. That's why everything costs so much. That's why you can't travel. That's why we've deliberately destroyed the economy. That's why we're burning down farms and um, you know destroying all this stuff. That's why we're printing money like crazy. That's why all the censorship and... Because we don't want people to you know get in the way of what we're doing. So we've got to censor all that. We can't have that be getting out. We're also going to disarm all of you guys as well because, hey, let's face it, you're not going to like what happens. So we don't want you to have guns. Um, what else? Oh yeah, anybody that gets out of the way, out of line, we're just gonna seize your bank account and fuck you over entirely. We're gonna make sure you you're forced to comply with our program, or um, you just don't exist. And eventually, we'll probably just ranch up and kill you. Let's be honest, put you in camps or something like that. So you're gonna have to go over here and get this needle anyway, or you're not gonna work. You're not going to school. You're not. Your life's you're all, it's over unless you're self-employed or find some kind of way out. You're you're fucked. All right, so that's what we're gonna do. Any questions? Anybody uh in the front, in the back? You know. It's a giant scam, but um, Kin.com laid it out uh, real, real well in this uh, in this uh, thread here. I'll just go through uh, bullet points of it. Um, let's see. I should just go to the actual tweet itself instead of this uh, this article. That'd be way less bothersome. Yeah, yeah, it's probably easier just to do it where. Do 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 do. How are you guys? You feeling good? I'm not. It's just horrible. <laughs> I think I just put it out earlier. There you go. Kim.com here. Um, he's the guy that, what was the name of that big website for a long time? He's he's old school internet guy. Like way, like the 90s. He had a big successful website in like the fucking 90s. Um, oh God, it's right on the top of my tongue. Right on the tip of my tongue. Anyway. Um, so... The, uh, here we go. The United States did not have a surplus or a balanced budget since 2001. In the last 50 years, the United States has only four years of profit. 
In fact, all the profit the U.S. would not be, or sorry, in fact, all the profit the U.S. had would not be enough to pay for six months of the current yearly deficit. So how did the U.S. pay for things? And this is generally the model everywhere. The United States is in bad shape. Canada's in worse shape. So whatever you think this is, our, our numbers are, are not better. They're, they're worse. U.S. spending and debt uh, have spiraled out of control, and the government can only raise the money it needs by, by printing it. This causes inflation. It's like taxing you extra because uh, you pay more for the things you need and all your assets decline in value. You see how that works? You can't not pay for, you know, cars and homes and th you need them to, you know, to sell works, groceries and, and things like this. So um, it, your assets depreciate and also the, uh, the things you buy go up in price. You're being completely bankrupted. Anybody feeling a squeeze in their wallets lately? It's entirely the point. Um, Here's the money. This is the money printing uh, chart of the United States, how much they've printed over time. Look at this spike. Look how, so 2000, right around eight, so Obama uh, gets in and then they really ramped it up. This is the, the crisis here. Right here is when they started printing the money to cover up the leaky ship I talked about earlier. And look at this. This is COVID. And then, oh my sweet God, a parabolic chart in financial terms is never good. Or it could be good if you're looking to capitalize on it. But um, something like this, as they say, what goes up must come down. Um, you know what's going down is uh, the value of all those dollars that they're printing he goes on and says the reason why the US got away with it for so long is because the US dollar is the world's reserve currency nations everywhere hold US dollars as a secure asset so when the US government prints trillions it's robbing Americans in the entire world uh, it's the biggest theft in history problem is that this has been going on for decades and there's no way to fix it the reality is that the u.s has been bankrupt for some time and what's coming is a nightmare mass poverty and a new system of control um total u.s debt is at 90 trillion dollars unfunded liabilities are at 169 trillion combined that's 778 thousand dollars per u.s citizen or two million dollars per u.s taxpayer remember the only way the government can operate now is by printing more money which means hyperinflation is inevitable that's what we're seeing here in canada we're bankrupt we sold our assets we have no gold we have nothing um and we can't pay the debts we have and they're printing more money borrowing more money it's a, it's like a snake that eats its own tail it's a it's a self-perpetuating uh, problem the more they print the worse it gets and the worse it gets the more they print and so on and that's why everything costs so much because they've literally murdered the currency and it's going to get a lot worse i've been talking about this for years and now you're just it takes time it doesn't happen overnight oh they printed 50 billion dollars here in a million it's not going to be tomorrow next week but over the years and it's going to start to rapidly uh fall off the, the wheels here in the next couple of years um uh, the total value of all the companies he says listed on the u.s stock market is 53 trillion dollars the real value is much lower because the U.S. has been printing trillions to provide interest-free loans to investment banks to pump up the stock market. It's a scam. Yes, the Federal Protection Plunge Protection Team. Most of the $53 trillion is thin air. The value of all U.S. assets, every piece of land, real estate, all savings, all companies, everything that all citizens, businesses, entities, and the state own is worth $193 trillion. That number is also full of air, just like the U.S. Uh, stock market. And he says, let's do the math. U.S. total debt, 90 trillion. Unfunded liabilities, 169 trillion. Total, 259 trillion. Minus all U.S. assets, 193 trillion, which leaves you with a balance of negative 66 trillion dollars. That's what the United States is worth. Negative 66 trillion dollars. That's 66 trillion of debt and liabilities after every asset in the U.S. has been sold off. Do you understand? So even if the U.S. could sell all its assets at the current value, which is possible, uh, it would still be broke by $66 trillion. The U.S. is beyond bankrupt. 
The patient is already dead. The patient is now a zombie. You probably wonder why are things uh, still going? Why didn't everything collapse yet? It's all perception, denial, and dependency. The perception is that the U.S. has the largest economy and the strongest military in the world, but in reality, the U.S. is broke and can't afford its army. The denial is that all nations depend on a strong U.S. dollar or global markets collapse. The reason why the U.S. zombie keeps going is because the end of the United States is the end of Western prosperity and an admission that the current system failed as a model for the world. It doesn't change the reality. The collapse is inevitable and coming. What are our leaders planning? You may have heard about the Great Reset or the New World Order. Is it a controlled demolition of global markets, economies, and the world as we know it? A shift into a new dystopian future where the elites are the masters of the slaves without the cosmetics of democracy. Without a controlled demolition, the world will collapse for all, including the elites. The world has changed so much and nothing seems to make sense anymore. The blatant corruption is out in the open. The obvious propaganda, uh, media, the erosion of our rights. What's the end game? I think he, I mean, he knows, right? It's, it's a rhetorical question. We all know. The, new, the end game is the great reset and the new world order that they've always talked about, that they've been talking about for a long time. Centralization and control and power in the hands of the few, slavery for everyone else. And we're going to reduce the population. The UN Sustainable Development Goals uh, say it all. It says exactly what they're going to do, and they always do what they say they're going to do. They print it. They talk about it out in the open. They have these meetings in Bilderberg and in Davos and at the World Economic Forum all the time, and they talk about it openly, what they're going to do. They send their leaders back off to their individual little governance zones, which is what your country really is. And then they implement the policy. They tell their sub-leaders to implement the policies and down and down and down it goes. And by the time you even get to, you know, let's say regional middle bit, you know, Dunder Mifflin regional manager, Michael Scott, or, you know, the prime minister of Canada, um, they don't even, they probably don't even understand what's going on. They're just doing what they're told. Like they're, they're mindless uh, fool. That's why they're there. They don't think for themselves. They don't, they don't want to think for themselves. They're not like normal people. They just want money and they just want to succeed at their own, you know, career and life trajectory, which they're doing quite well at. That's the, uh, they don't care uh, about the rest of these things. They don't care about the things we care about. That's why they're in there. If they did, they wouldn't be very good for business, would you? Would they? If your business was to rob and enslave the planet, um, you're not, you're not going to fill your leadership positions with people that think you're an asshole and want to kill you. <laughs> just to make any, that's just not very good business sense. So everything's going to collapse. It's inevitable. So what do you do? You get ahead of it and you manage the collapse and you manage it in such a way where you come out on top as much as humanly possible and take full advantage of the situation that you've been handed or you just let it go and let the chips fall where they may and there's a very good chance you are not going to stay in the same kind of position and power and wealth and control that you've enjoyed your entire life thus far and was enjoyed by your um, your parents and in previous generations. So that's the choice. It's not very, not much of a confusion as to why they were, would be doing the things that they're doing. Um, Knight Rider 3 uh, says, somebody gave uh, Mr. Top a pink rucksack and a pussy hat for the final leg of the journey and also asked for donations. Social experiments. <laughs> I don't think he'll use it. I think he'll be okay. Filthy Weasel says, stuck at work. Here's a few measly Weasley. Uh, dollars for a new brake line for the hog. Yeah, I got it. Everything's, all the parts are sold out, but I'll, I will get one. Uh, or a one quarter tank of gas. <laughs> Um, I, I get by, I can fill that thing on 35 bucks, 30, 40 bucks. I think it will fill, which is, it used to be 25. Now it's $40 for a tank, for a motorcycle tank, uh, or maybe a lunch date with Morgan. Anyway, glad you're still here spitting anger truth. Cheers, brother. Death to Stalin. Thank you very much, sir. Ferryman. Everything's going to collapse. It's very accelerationist of you. Oh, I know. Isn't it? Isn't it so? Imagine being that pathetic. This is, but they're saying, they're, they're talking about things that are happening. They're, 
Just try it. Oh, just give it up, boys. Just give it a rest. I mean, I feel sad. I'd feel bad for you. I would if you weren't, you know, reprehensible people, but it doesn't matter. Um, you're all going to suffer. Anyway, you're all going to pay. You're all, you know, playing into this exact system and uh, it's all falling apart and you're in complete fucking denial and you're attacking the only people trying to help others and point out that this is literally the end of the world. You don't understand. Okay, I'm not talking about like meteors and nuclear. Well, then we might get nuclear war. That's possible. Um, but the, the world as we know it, is gone. It's never coming back. We are never, ever going back to, you know, the days before Facebook or the days of just Facebook. We're never going back to the 90s. It's over. It's all gone. It's all gone. Your, your privacy is gone. There's cameras everywhere now. Uh, everything's digitally controlled. The, the news is, that's the way it is now. This isn't going to return to normal. It's only going to accelerate and become worse and worse until it's uh, inevitably reaches its final conclusion, which is chaos. <laughs> Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to afford shit. You're not going to be able to, you know, you're not going to be able to afford anything in the stores and the things you can't afford won't even be there anyway because they're destroying the supply lines in the uh, um, um, uh, farming industry on purpose, intentionally. And they're bankrupting your, your country and your society. And as this is happening, your, you know, our detractors are going, they're, they're saying stuff. Very nice. Very good. Um, well, we're going to try and not starve to death. You guys have fun. Um, and when the lights turn off for the last time, um, because there's, you know, we can't afford power anymore because the country is that broke, um, that, then you're on your own. You're on your own and you're going to be left with your thoughts because you're not going to be able to afford the internet. Let's, let's be real. If you're even allowed, you might need a license for that by that time. Um, you just retreat back to your hovel, your, your rat lair uh, where you live and just, uh, you know, eat some uncooked macaroni because that's probably all you're going to be able to afford to live on because of the food prices. Say goodbye to ever eating steak again. You want to pay $300 for a steak? Cause that's what it's going to cost if you're lucky. Yeah, it's all looking real good, but why would it do that? That's not true. That's Excel. That's just what the numbers say, buddy. Don't take my word for it. Go talk to Michael Burry or one of these guys. Go, go ask them, go read their books. It's, it's a done deal. It's not maybe, it's not what can we do? It's done. You're asking me how do we how do we not hit the iceberg after we hit the iceberg ten years ago? We can't. We can't unhit it. It's it can't be done. So that's why they're doing this. They're, they're, the world's coming apart, so we might as well do it in a way that we control and then rebuild it in a way uh, to our favor because we're the ones that have the keys. I mean, it's human nature, right? Most people are selfish pieces of shit, and if this is the situation you've been handed, why would why wouldn't you work it to your advantage? You really expect them to? throw themselves into the ocean and just you know, give everything away to all of the regular people. No, this is, just, this is just where it is. So that's what they're doing. And um, that's the real reason. That's the real reason. The real reason anything, it's money. It's always money. It's always been about money. What happened with the war? Follow the money. What happened with JFK? Follow the money. What's 9-11 about money? It's always money. Always go where the money goes. And it always makes sense every single time. Gas hit 190 in Alberta and people are already losing it. Buddy, it's, what is it here in Nova Scotia? 211? I've seen 235 in some places. And uh, in Quebec, it's, I think it's over north of two. I think it's probably 220, 230, something in North Ontario. That's the most expensive I've always found um, driving across Canada. It's Northern Ontario. And uh, BC, for some reason, is, is, is expensive. 207 in, in Saskatchewan, 217, 218 in PEI. Oh, yeah. You ready for $3 gas? He says he wants more expensive gas. Is it's just going to happen anyway? Let's just get it over with. You think? Am I responsible for this? Am I the? Am I the reason that it's two dollar gas? Actually, if anyone had listened to the things I was saying years ago, this could have been avoided. Maybe 
or at least blunted. You know what would have helped? Not spending an absolute uh, mind-boggling fortune that eclipsed the World War One and World War Two efforts uh, on nonsense. Had you not done that, we would have had a lot more money to survive this situation. But in fact, the leadership that these people, you know, grovel at and kiss the feet of and, and lick the dicks of so much that they love so much. Oh, the government, you so much. They've absolutely ruined and screwed you over. You have no future anymore. Your children are going to grow up into, a, into an absolute nightmare. And, uh, and you're responsible because you help them. And you had no interest in, uh, you know, uh, looking at the situation. You just want to point your finger and yell at the people that uh, are trying to uh, alert people that there's a problem. So, um, you know, you're really not, uh, you're not worth pity or empathy or, or consideration, really, in my opinion. <sighs> what can you do? Um, uh, Lynn says, I never thought in my lifetime I would need to have an extraction plan. Yeah, well, if you could... It doesn't really matter where you go. That's the thing. It's... You're going to have to insulate yourself and, and try to be as independent as possible. I mean, if you could, <laughs> I mean, ideally you'd have a small village of people completely off the grid that no one knows about that is completely self-sufficient. Absolutely everything you need is self-contained inside this little off-grid, undetectable stealth village. I mean, hospitals, fire departments, electricians, fucking surgeons, medicine, food growers, and, and just all of it. You need everything somehow all self-contained. And then, yeah, you'd be... So the Amish. The Amish will pretty much be fine. Um, the Mennonites and people like that will probably uh, be set up. The Mormons are, are in good shape uh, to survive um, or do well anyway. But... Um, the rank-and-file NPC, the normal person of Western civilization, is completely and totally fucked. Um, they have no money. They have no savings. They have no assets. They own debt. They own lots and lots of debt. And uh, very few of them even own um, property or, or anything like that. Um, and, you know, they might have a couple hundred bucks, which is worth less than ever. It's depreciating every single day. They, if, you, if you even have one ounce of gold, if you possess an, even an ounce of gold, you have more gold than the government of Canada does. Yeah, and silver's worth money, and bullets are worth money, and guns are going to be worth a lot of money, and stuff like that. So, you know, she says, I never thought in my lifetime I would need an extraction plan. Thank you, brother, for being there for me. And my boyfriend that you fight photographers of toys. <laughs> that Twitter guy, yeah. You take pictures of children's toys. You're not a serious person. Full draw scarves. Hey, oh, hey, can't wait for the seventh wave, and one gas will be $3. $3 for gas. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah, we'll get there before Christmas, I think. Um, Sir Toast uh, says, what you're saying is that it's going to collapse. People will fight for basic needs. They want to round people up, and it's going to become survival of the fittest. Good. Been feeling this coming for over a decade now, and I will die a warrior's death. There's going to be lots of death, I'm afraid. Um, Knight Rider Third says, if you could give some advice to a selfish piece of shit, what would it be? <laughs> Ask you, get rich. Get rich as fast as possible and get as many non, like, land things, like things that are going to be valuable. Food. Get lots of food and, and ways to protect... Imagine living in this kind of world where like everything's crazy expensive, everybody's scared and there's always fighting and like it's not safe to go out at night anymore. Um, it's fucking 50-50 if you call the police, anybody even picks up the fucking phone if there even is cops. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> rolling blackouts, you know, winter time. So imagine that and then think, what would, be what would I really want to have in that situation that pretty much anybody would want to have? Get lots of that and then use it to trade this is what i would probably do <sighs> guns bullets toilet paper feminine hygiene products food you know basically what the preppers have been doing for years they're they're in great shape they're living in missile silos in the ground and stuff they'll be fine they'll be they'll be mole people they'll be mole people that live in the ground and they'll 
emerge, you know, a generation later and bleh, like we've all fucked up, but they'll be alive in a way. <laughs> CRJ says for the raging Panamanian expat fund. If only, if only I could leave. Uh, Sir Toast says, uh, wait, if the U.S. petrodollar is not backed or worth anything, then that means Russia having gold-backed currency is the wealthiest country then. Funny you mention that. And yes, the, the Russian ruble is actually worth more now than it was before the war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they've been setting this up for a while. The, the BRICS system, uh, br- um, Russia, <laughs> Brazil, Russia, India, China, and, and for some reason, South Africa. Um, formed a financial alliance um, and they're basically sidestepping the whole thing and like because they, they're not dumb they see the writing on the wall like we're just gonna not get involved and we're just gonna let all you uh, collapse that's all they gotta do you don't have to fight world war three you don't have to fight a war with uh you know america it's it's america's destroying itself the rest of the world's destroying itself the military is in shambles i'll give you an example um where's this in the uh this crap where's your crappy i think i posted this earlier it was from the National Post. Where do it be? There it is. Check this out. When Canada's military didn't suck. <laughs> that's funny to me that that's a headline on the National Post. Hang on. Enhance. Enhance, Bitterman. We had aircraft carriers. We had foreign bases. And we didn't utterly phone in our defense spending. Yes, if only that was still the case. Okay, this isn't working. This is way too big. Way too big. Um... He says, if you're a Canadian, you've become, a, you've become accustomed to the notion that our military isn't all that good at stuff. Our only good resupply vessel caught fire, so we had to slap together a replacement out of an old container ship. If our soldiers show, if our soldiers show up to a shooting competition, their World War II-era pistols jam up so badly, they all have to share one. But there was a time not too long ago when the Canadian forces wasn't a threadbare embarrassment, and I'm not talking about the World Wars. We're all aware Canada had the world's third largest navy at the close of World War II. That's what happens when you sink most of the other ones. <laughs> Uh, I'm talking about the early Cold War. Canada was a founding partner in NATO in 1949, and for the first 20 years of the alliance, it was something we actually took really seriously. This is the HMCS Bonaventure, one of three aircraft carriers that Canada operated in the 50s and 60s. Uh, We had a naval station in Bermuda and five air bases in Europe, three in Germany, one in France, and one in the United Kingdom. During the Cuban Missile Crisis, the Americans asked Canada to patrol their eastern seaboard so they could focus on the Caribbean. Oh, those were the days when we were something. We also designed and built our own stuff. This is the Canadian-manufactured CF-100 Canuck. It was patrolling the Iron Curtain up until 1981, and this is the Canadian Sabre. This one was so good that we sold it to the UK, Germany, and the United States. They were buying our weapons. Where are these pictures? I can't find them. They must be some kind of rule thing. It doesn't matter. Imagine it. They were dope. Even as countries around the world boost military spending as a counter to Russia, Canada has one of the proportionally smallest defense budget in NATO. Even after some moderate boosts, we're still spending only 1.5% of the GDP. Back in the 50s, military budget was routinely 4% or higher. In, the ni- in 1970, you had more than 100,000 serving members in the military. Nowadays, Canada has 15 million more people, but the regular force is down to 68,000. I would contend only half of those troops are even usable. Only really half of them are even serviceable. So it's, that's a heavily inflated number. Um, yeah, and then it goes on. The blames. It's just, you know, the same typical budget cuts in the, uh, you know, liberal governments is routinely hacked and slashed and destroyed to, pay, to then pay for their uh, lovely, you know, gratuitous, oh, the programs and the social spending and all that, the tax and spend. They don't know how to make money, save money. They don't know how to create anything, build anything. They don't know how to destroy things and spend money and waste other people's money. Um, liberalism is basically, was that, um, 
where did I read this? It's it's the ideology of like petulant children. They're just uh, spoiled brats, and they want what they want. And they want it now, and they don't know how to do anything else, and and that's it. So they 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 did a really uh, a lot of damage. Uh, but in the '90s, it really went south. Here it says the Cold War just ended. In time for Canada to have a sovereign debt crisis. So while frantically balancing the budget, we decided it would be okay if a lot of our armed forces were held together with bungee cords, literally in some cases. And honestly, uh, the, conservative, uh, the conservatives weren't all that different. He liked the military, but he liked physical restraint even more. Always a robust military might be part of why the world actually used to listen to Canada sometimes. We never get tired of romanticizing the time. In 1956, when Prime Minister Pearson proposed the use of peacekeepers to bring an end to the Suez crisis, but Pearson wasn't just some schlub negotiator. He was actually a well-equipped, um, he actually had a well-equipped military that was powerful enough to act as an intervener in a major Middle Eastern conflict. It turns out world leaders are less inclined to return your calls when all you have are ideas about what their militaries could do because yours is too busy catching fire! That is quite the post. Whoever wrote this, um, Tristan Hopper. Can't disagree with uh, much of that at all. What a mess. <laughs> We're too busy catching fire over here. If somebody could do all of our work for us, that would be wonderful. Oh, man. What an absolute mess. You know, and um, it's not going to get better. I mean, it's just... It's just we've set ourselves up to collapse, and this country's in, in brutal shape. At least that's the consolation. I mean, uh, oh, they'll send the military in. Uh, there's not much of one. I mean, imagine the, the situation we're in now with a completely uh, tyrannical and out of control government with an opposition that's powerless to stop them in you know any meaningful way at all. Imagine if they did. Imagine if we did still have a hundred thousand troops and like well equipped, well trained, big air force. Big. Imagine how much scarier that would be. It is a it is a a notion of comfort that uh, the military we do have is would be completely and utterly incapable of containing PEI. If PEI just decided like, oh, we're done, we're revolting, we're not following the government anymore, we're going to do our own thing, we're just PEI, we go to hell. The Canadian forces is incapable of bringing that situation under control. <laughs> it just doesn't have. It just isn't. It just isn't capable. Never mind more than that. Never mind more than one single Canadian. If more than one Canadian city did that. It's over. There's nothing anyone could do. It would just, they're a paper tiger. Um, so that's why they're using uh, the means, the methods they do have. Now, there's a rumor they tried to call in the military for the um, Ottawa convoy protests and all of this, but it was uh, shut down, I heard. And he basically said, no, nah, we're not doing that. Or we can't do that. We literally don't have the people. Um, so there, there's that. That's, uh, that's good. It's good to know. Um, it could always be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Senor Bean, he says, everything is crazy expensive. Everyone is scared. There's always fighting. No safe to go out at night anymore. It's 50-50 if you call the police rolling blackouts. I left that Peruvian shithole for a reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you like Peru? It's going to be like that, but without the good weather at least. It'll be like that, but cold and miserable. And It'll be like 1990s Russia. How's that sound? You guys want to live there? That's great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Some of these uh, were fun. <laughs> this is, uh, I don't, do I want to, no, I got to save that. I got to save that one. I can't show you that one because it's got to be, we got to play fact or fairy tale later and that one's involved. <laughs> I'll get to that later. But anyway, this is more on point anyway. Um, the, the presidency has been summarized here in one tweet. Um, Ross Hendricks says gas is $5 a gallon. 10 year old Honda civics cost $20,000. Suburban middle-class homes cost half a million and rent is $2,000 a month. Hope the 3000 in stimulus checks was worth it. 
So um, we've absolutely destroyed our economy and mortgaged the future and destroyed ourselves to, um, you know, give people free money. And nobody asked, nobody asked what the price, what was, what was it going to cost? They just did it. Sir, I'm going to get my sir money. And all the bail, and, uh, you know, they didn't bail out small businesses, did they? The thing, and, and there's the other thing. The things you would need to recover, to rebuild your economy, oh, those have been destroyed as well. Um, we're not going to have any middle-class businesses. Um, th- those are going to be gone. We've, we've wiped out a lot of those. <laughs> we've destroyed the wealth of the middle class, so they can't even start new businesses and rebuild anything because they're broke too. Uh, we've chased away all the rich people out of the country because of our socialist communist uh, taxing plans and high, you know, crazy you know, pricing and, and graduated income tax and all that. So anybody with a lot of money that could even, they're gone too, so that's over. Uh, oh, uh, the farmers, uh, generally they, you know, do okay and, and they make the food and that's important. But, well, we've taxed them to oblivion with the carbon tax and they can't afford to operate anymore. And uh, so those are going under. If they're not just catching fire and exploding for some reason that no one can understand or even ask the questions to. Let's see. Uh, There's not a lot of reason for optimism in this uh, getting better anytime soon. And they can't even admit what they've done wrong. These people, uh, they just lie and they lie and they lie and then they lie some more. And um, I mean, it's it's absolutely, it's insane. And and look at this. There's going to be a seventh wave now. Simon, Wayne, go ahead, we're not a Wayne. I thought, well, I thought we were on wave five. What wave are we on? We're on seven now already. I thought number six was coming in the fall. We skipped one. Is, what year is this? Do I care? Simon, COVID way possible this fall. Pandemic is not over. We can't predict exactly how big the next wave is. But I think we need to prepare. It told the House of Commons committee. Oh my God, just end this. Seventh way, you're not even, I mean, it's lunacy. It's just, you people have lost your minds. Like you're not there in the head anymore. There's no scientific precedent for this. There's nothing. It's just flat out blinders on, drunk at the wheel, going, you know, 175 down the highway at night in the in the rain in November. And you're just, Wee! like no one's in charge anymore. It's complete, you know. Oh, well, I guess, yeah, and, and they refused to listen to the, the adults were all fired a long time ago. Um, the previous finance minister was fired for saying, this is way too much money to sprint. You can't, you'll destroy the country. So they fired him and then, uh, and then ham legs took over and, uh, uh, you know, we all smell her. We know what she smells like. And then she took over and then, you know, gladly uh, continued torpedoing and destroying the economy. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. We're we're a nation ruled by uh, imbeciles and and uh, and crazy people. Um. And as for the as for the emergencies act, again, they can't even admit that they've uh, they've done anything incorrectly or wrong. Or we don't even know who whose decision it was, and that's really what it's come down to now. It's come down to who who made this decision. You know what the answer is? No one. No one really. No. We're not. Sure. What was the question? Sorry. What? I misunderstood you. gonna play this for a minute because it's really bad it's really really bad um which one is that yeah this is the one it was only after we got advice from law enforcement that we invoked the emergencies act and it was only after police told us that they needed this special power the advice that we were getting was that um 
that law enforcement needed the Emergencies Act. Very strong consensus among uh, law enforcement that the Emergencies Act was necessary. Commissioner Lucky, we've heard <coughs> multiple times from ministers and others that the Emergency Act and the tools provided were specifically requested by police leadership. As a law enforcement agency with primacy for national security, did you ask the government or representatives for the invocation of the Emergencies Act? No, there was never a question of requesting the Emergency Act. Did yourself or anyone in the OPS request the invocation of the Emergency Act? I did not make that request. I'm not aware of anybody else in the Auto Police Service who did. We have heard from police officials at this committee and at other committees in this Parliament. To date, none of them have indicated that they've actually asked for the invocation of the Emergencies Act. So who actually asked for it? <laughs> My understanding is there is a, um, a misunderstanding of the minister's words. We <laughs> Are you sure? He seemed pretty clear to me. We invoked the act because it was the advice of nonpartisan professional law enforcement. That's the reason why we had to invoke the Emergencies Act, and we did so on the basis of nonpartisan professional advice from law enforcement. We were um, following the advice of uh, various uh, levels of, of, the, uh, of law enforcement, including the RCMP. After calling upon the police forces, we invoked the Emergency Measures Act. We wanted to be sure at bottom that we were giving law enforcement all of the tools and the resources that they needed. It was only after police told us that they needed this special power. The Ontario Association, um, the Canadian Association, uh, law enforcement was, was, um, was very strong. I don't want to speak uh, for every last service. I'm just, I'm just watching this and like, obviously we know he's lying, right? I mean, that's, that's obvious. But what's interesting to me is just to watch him be that comfortable with being that full of shit. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's totally like, it's not even, he's not even uncomfortable. He's not even remotely, I'm just going to lie about the most serious thing I can imagine the government doing martial law. We just imposed martial law on a whim because, and I'm just going to lie to everyone, even though it's demonstrable, what I'm saying is easily provable. And they have, they've gone and asked these cops, like, Did, was it you? No, it wasn't me. It was you. It wasn't me either. What about you? No. Hmm. You said they asked you for it. Well, and they said they didn't. I think you misunderstood what I said. No, I understood very, very clearly. It, I, we just played several minutes of it. It was very, very, we used very specific language, actually. You even named the RCMP specifically. Oh, uh, mental, you know, Marky, you, you, you said the RCMP specifically. And they said, no, that's not true. So are they lying or are you lying? Which one of you is lying? Someone's lying. Because you're both telling conflicting stories, which means someone is not telling the truth. So what's more disturbing? Is, is the RCMP not telling the truth? Is CSIS not telling the truth? Is, uh, you know, the Ottawa police chief not telling the truth? Or is the government not telling the truth? Because the government says they did it, and they say, no, they didn't. So somebody uh, at the level of government that we're trusting to manage and, and run the country and uh, look after our welfare and you know, protect people from threats, terrorism, this sort of thing, Someone is lying blatantly. And there doesn't appear to be a reason for the emergencies. There doesn't appear to be any justification. 
in my opinion. They're, they've yet to produce any. They've been asking, well, what was the reasons? We can't tell you. It's a secret. Let's just recap this for a minute. We can't tell you why we invoke the Emergency Act because cabinet confidence, it's a secret. We can't give you the reasons, cabinet confidence. It's a secret. Well, whose decision was it at least? Um, I think you misunderstood me. No, I didn't. What, who was it? I'm just not going to answer you. So this is a government that can just, let me just wrap this up. You can just impose martial law at will and you don't ex- have to explain anything to anyone ever. Is that, is that what we're doing? Are you seriously just, uh, that's what you're going with? And I'm the bad guy. Are you sure? Is, are you sure? I'm just asking if this is what your this is your plan going forward. It's not what I would do going forward, but if, you know, if that's your final answer. That's, um, this is like Banana Republic level crazy. Do you understand? Like, this isn't even remotely, this is embarrassing. Do you, can you imagine what this looks like to other countries? Imagine being in like, you know, it's your job in intelligence in the United States, in United Kingdom, Germany, Russia, China, anywhere. Anyone is just like paying attention to Canada and going, holy frig. <laughs> they're, they're a mess over there, man. Like a, like a hockey team. You know what I mean? Your team is dead last in the league. You're terrible. Your, your players are fighting each other. Uh, you know what I mean? They, they can't even skate. You're like, what even is this? You're right for the picking. You know, you're, you're not a threat to anybody. No one's going to take you seriously. In fact, they're going to take advantage of you as much as possible because you're clearly the retarded kid in school. Like, you're not... Well, I, I shouldn't even say that because at least when I grew up, people were nice to those kids. And, and man, but this is real life, grown-up life, where school isn't school. It's a, it's a vicious dog-eat-dog uh, crazy jungle. And if you're weak and pathetic and confused and, and don't know how to do anything, more, more capable people will eat you alive. And we're that country now. We're Ralph Wiggum. We're Ralph Wiggum of the world. Um, we're blind, deaf, and dumb. We don't know what's going on. And uh, we can't prove to anyone what's going on. Our own people can't uh, seem to really get that done yet. And they will just completely, boldly uh, lie about anything to anyone. And, you know, when we ask about, well, what about this charity scandal? Did you give all this money to your mom? Did the prime minister really give his mom like a quarter of a million dollars? Or something like that? Like, didn't he... What is, what is going on here? Oh, well, um, no, we, we covered that. We're the most transparent government in history. That's why we released the color black. Yeah, remember all those pages? That was just a picture of the color black? Those were the documents we released. I don't understand why you're confused. We're so transparent. We're so transparent, we use the color black to show you what we've typed on these pages to explain ourselves. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed to be here. I'm embarrassed. This is an embarrassment. This is all an embarrassment. These people don't deserve to be any anywhere near the places that they are. This is a travesty. This is an insult to the very memory and fiber of our of our country, of everything that it's gone through and and put up with and built and and fought for for, you know, it's an it's an it's history. These people are an insult to its to its to all of it, to our existence. How unprofessional and rid- I mean this is like I feel like a principal in a, in a junior high or something. And you've got some kids fighting and they're all blaming each other over who started it. 
And I'm like, all right, and, but then you go, oh, wait a minute. I'm not, no, I'm not in a junior high school classroom. This is the highest levels of power in our own government. No, he did it. No, was it me? It was him. No, you did it. Are you serious right now? Are, are, what is wrong? Is this a PTA meeting? What the hell is this? This is supposed to be like the national level. Like you're supposed to be the most serious, have your shit together people in the country. And um, you seem drunk, to be honest. A lot of you seem drunk, especially that guy who looks like he's a fish in a man's body. He's definitely a fish in a man's eyes are too far apart from his head. He's frequently flushed, but that's from the drinking. But he may drink to consume oxygen because he can't get it through his gills, which he hides under his suit. Like, this is, this is, the, this is the best we got. I mean, it, no, we, we don't. We can do so much better than this. So much better than this. And I know that because I've met so many better people than this. I could fill out the entire federal government with, you know, with just people that I've met in my life. Like, oh, yeah, he was pretty cool. Yeah, she was cool. They were good. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, they put them in there. Oh, solid. Good person. Yeah, right on. Put them in there. <laughs> just one guy. I, I could bring out at least 200 of, like, the best people. Like, put them in charge. Collectively, they'll work it out. Everything will be fine. And instead, we have this, uh, what is it, a Tim Burton movie. This is a Simpsons episode. This is like cat in a hat as a government. Like, what are we doing, man? This is preposterous. And they expect us to, like, respect these people. And they're like, you can't yell at us in the streets. Like, <laughs> yeah, you deserve to be yelled at in the street. You're, you're, you're ruining every, you're ruining the country. That's a pretty big thing to ruin, man. You didn't ruin a birthday party. You didn't ruin a hand job. You did. You ruined the country. You ruined the country. The country. You ruined the country, dude. How do you ruin something that big? And it was running. It was doing okay. It was doing okay for a while to like the seventies, you know, the eighties. And it was like, just here, your turn. All you gotta do is don't break it. You know, here, here's this priceless family heirloom. This is one. It's amazing, and, and we've all cherished it for generations for so long. We all love it so much. But it's your turn now, son. All you have to do is, all you have to do is not break it. Just keep it the way it is, and it's fine. You got to water it every once in a while, change the tape here at the bottom, and, uh, and get it serviced every, uh, every four years. That's it. That's all you got to do. We good? Okay. And then they threw it on the ground <laughs> and stomped on it. Am I doing it right, Dad? You know, it's like they're doing it on purpose. You know what I mean? It's almost like the people put in charge were put in charge because um, they're they're not the right, they're not the kind of people that would be um, you know gatekeepers or guardians of the of the people and you know protector of society and you know uh, things like this. These people are definitely not um, not on our team, and uh, I'm really sick of it. I'm really sick of watching it. I'm sick of bling, I hate that noise. I'm sick of um, sitting here and and waiting. I mean, it's, you got to be patient, but I mean, God, I mean, how many more people have to die? How many more suicides does there have to be? How many more, you know, people got to get, you know, addicted to drugs and kill themselves because it's, it's, it's hopeless out there. There's so many people that are absolutely fine. And, you know, we're going to rent out some rooms in, in, uh, in one of these places and to just help pay the bills. And you know what? There's a no shortage of people that would rent a room, a room, a bedroom out of a house. Cause that's going to be normal too. That's another thing I suggest you could look like. You got, a, you got a big, you know, medium-sized house, a big house. You got a couple extra bedrooms. Rent them out for a thousand bucks a month. Where do you live? 
You live in, in the city, especially? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you can find a couple of people. Because you know what? People are going to be losing houses and losing absolutely goddamn everything. And that's, again, not my opinion. Well, it is my opinion. But it's also uh, based in fact. Here's the uh, Bank of Canada from the Financial Post. For the normies out there. It says the Bank of Canada says some Canadians meaning a lot more than some, especially if you have a variable rate mortgage, especially if you just bought a house, your next term, which is, what'd you lock in for, five years? Well, guess what? Uh, in 2025 to 2026, uh, they could see mortgage rates payments jump by 45%. Yeah. Yeah, how, what are you paying on your mortgage now? 1600 a month. How do you feel about 2100 a month starting 2025? <laughs> you afford that? Hope so, because it's going to keep going up year after that, year after that, year after that. Isn't that lovely? Mm, mm. Elevated levels of inflation, which currently sit at a 31-year high, could also mean that households allocate more of their income to food and gas if wage increases do not keep pace. The central bank said its annual financial system review, said in its annual financial system review, in this context, high indebted households are especially vulnerable to a loss of income. Well, isn't that convenient? Because you just force all these people out of their jobs. You lock down the economy, um, uh, ruin businesses, ruin employment. Uh, people are being let go from their job. As I said, people are more tight with their money now than ever. Prices are going through the roof. They haven't been able to save from, from all of that. And on top of that, you're going to start hiking interest rates and mass printing money so that the things they can barely afford now will be completely and utterly, you're dreaming, uh, affordable in two to five years. Great. That's excellent. That's a great, um, again, I'm so glad these people are running the country because they know what they're doing. Obviously, obviously, because things are going so much better than they've ever gone before. And it's definitely going to go back to normal anytime. <laughs> Any minute now. Oh, whoa, let's keep going. The bank increased rates by 50 basis points in April, the most they've had in a long time, by the way. And June and money markets are being uh, betting on another half point raise in July. Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Canadians with a high loan to income ratio to uh, variable rate mortgages. Uh, meaning your mortgage can go up and down with whatever the prime lending rate of the bank is. If it goes from 1% to 5%, guess what? Your mortgage is going up with it, and a lot, by the way. You know what 5% is? Compounded monthly on a fucking $250,000 mortgage, $350,000, $500,000. How much money do you owe? Uh-oh. Oh, SpaghettiOs. Um, <laughs> the overall uh, increase in monthly payments for all types of mortgages in 2020 to 21 would be 30%. Oh, a 30% increase. Over what you're paying right now. If you bought a house in last year, is a scenario focused on mortgages with a five-year term taken out at banks in 2021 when rates were at record lows. It assumed variable, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. It's going to get worse and worse. Much, much worse, I'm afraid. A larger share of households took out mortgages that were, were large relative to their income. Banks' classification of a high loan-to-income ratio includes mortgages that had a loan-to-income ratio of 450% at origination. Oof. Oh, sweet home, Toronto. Bye-bye, Toronto. Bye-bye, pretty much everybody that owns anything in major cities because it's going to be really, really expensive because a lot of these people have been buying it at rates of, as it said, record lows, 0.5%. I think I first bought my last house at like 1.7% or something like that. Thankfully, I don't owe that much on it. So it's going to suck when it blows up through the roof, but I should be able to hopefully stay ahead of it without having to sell too many of my organs and bone marrow. Um, but we'll see. Um, and there is, you know, other things I could sell. However, 
If you just bought everybody else, uh, you know, uh, you owe 3%, you know, or 5% or 7% or 10% on $500,000 every month. Whoa, it's, whoa, <laughs> it's getting warm in here, isn't it? Uh, so debt's not a good thing to have. Not a good thing to have a lot of that. And if you think the banks are going to go away with the implosion, no, they're they're the only the only thing that is definitely going to stay in place is the banking system. That is who runs and controls the world. I've mentioned this a few times before. There's a guy. Um, Oh, God. What the hell is his name? He's a Belgian fella. Roland something. There's a bunch of these guys that used to work in this system and then get out and say, like, dude, it's fucking crazy what they're doing. Um, you've got your central bank in your na- at your national level in the United States. is the Federal Reserve, which is privately owned. No one knows who owns the Federal Reserve. It just is owned by someone, not the United States government. That's why it says Federal Reserve note at the top of an American bill. It used to say United States currency or something like that. It's not. It doesn't belong to the United States. It belongs to the Federal Reserve. And it's just a note, which is not really backed by anything. It's not gold. You can't trade it in like you used to be able to. Like, I want $10 worth of my silver back. And they would give it to you. No, no. This is just paper. Let's just have it, you know. <laughs> and then the Federal Reserve Bank uh, answers to the International Monetary Fund, which is the next rung in the leadership. He's like the platoon commander, you know. And uh, he's got all the other smaller banks under him. But then he's got his boss, and who's the, you know, or that's the officer. Now he's got to go to the general or something. And that's the Bank for International Settlements. And that's the guy that runs the whole show. They've got their own police force. They've got their own military. It's a, it's, its own country, technically, like the Vatican or the city in, in London and in these places. The Bank for International Settlements. The BIS, they call it. And uh, they loan out money to everyone else. And by the time it even gets to the country... So if the United States wants to borrow money from the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve gets it from the IMF, and the IMF gets it from uh, the BIS, who just is apparently made of diamonds or something. They just decide. And who pays for it all? Where does the money? You do. The taxpayer does. The worker, the farmer, the tax cattle. The wealth is extracted from the bottom and gets kicked upstairs. And the top of the stairs is the, is the Bank for International Settlements. That's it. That's the whole, that's the scam. And except you see the money's worthless, but with the money that they've been extracting from you, that you've bought into the system, they've used that to buy all the land, all the food, all the weapons, all anything actually worth anything. They own it all. They own everything. All the islands, all the farmland, all the mineral rights, all the, they own everything that's worth owning. So when the money disappears and fall, it goes to nothing. Like it always does. Like the Spanish doubloon, the Portuguese, uh, whatever it was called. Um, uh, like there's been tons of world reserve currencies before the United States is pretty much on, on par to implode right around, t- right around now. Some have lasted longer than others, but it's on average. Um, the money's now worthless, but does it matter? You fucking own everything. What do you need money for? You can just make new money again because you own everything. You're God now. <laughs> you're the pharaoh you own all the food you, you you can make what you can do whatever you want you can charge whatever you want for anything that you want oh you want food give me your wife and your daughter i don't then you don't eat like well, i have everything i own everything what are you gonna do i own all these guys with guns you know what i feed them with the food that i own that you don't have so they work for me now that's how it works you know the, the police and the military like they're, they're part of the system so they get taken care of to protect the, the owners right that's how it works <laughs> what are you going to do right so get assets i guess it's the best i could do. i don't know man i mean i'm just one guy and i'm an idiot i don't even have a i can barely read or write you know i i i just slept the last three years of high school i wasn't even, <laughs> I wasn't even there <laughs> but even i know what's going on it's um and that's it so um yeah 
Yay. Yay. Uh, I'll read some more of these. Um, let's go down here. Okay. Behind. You've fallen behind, Jimmy. You've fallen behind here. Um, I hate making that noise, but I always do it. Um... Peruvian, so, uh, Glitcherful, how are you? Says at least in 1990, Russians were still based. Broke, but based. Yes, that's true. Short and Long says, remember my story about the dumb um, C word? Just kidding. Cunt. Who kicked uh, a dud 105? She's a master warrant officer now. Promote nothing but the best. The Russians don't stand a chance. Our military is in complete and total shambles. And if you think they could fight the Russians or the Chinese or India or Iran or fuck anyone, you're sadly mistaken, guys. Way, way, way. And I, you know, CBC ran a stupid piece about this, but it was, it was the words of the Ukrainian soldiers. I said, especially if you're in the infantry, you have no chance of living. Uh, you'll survive no amount of time. Everything is robots and drones and laser guided fucking IR th from space. Tank columns, automated. They're not, there's not even people in some of these tanks. Like you're just there to die. I mean, it's the survivability of somebody in like a real power on power modern war like say like germany and france went at it today the survivability of the people in the battlefield is not good it's just more lethal now than ever and uh they're taking it seriously we're taking it wokely so you know place your bets place your bets place your bets you've got canada versus russia coming up here in the blue corner oh my god it would be so bad it would be so bad uh yeah, promote the promote the dummies. It's good. And he continues. Uh, he says, "I will uh, look. I will do uh, what they want as long as I don't have to look at Timmy Tame Road Pizza Face anymore. I just I just see the NPC meme now. I don't even see them anymore. They just they're just husks to me. <laughs> You're nothing but an old husk." NWO uh, Pickley says politicians in, in Canada are corrupt, incompetent, gutless, or lazy. Some are one or two. Well, a few are all four. It's a laughing stock. It's uh, it's pretty bad. Um, Crisby says uh, final answer. Judas Cradle for Marco. <laughs> Blam says nobody is telling the truth. Why? Because they are horrified of the potential consequences of admitting they're responsible for such an epic fuck up, uh, and rightly so. Uh, well, yeah. How do you, how do you admit that they can't? But the the irony is the only way. See, here, they're trying to escape this without any damage to themselves, without incurring any, uh, any, any sacrifice whatsoever. They're not going to have egg on their face. Nothing. No, nothing. Which is impossible, which they don't understand. It, it's not possible. The best way forward now is that they would admit how fucking crazy and stupid. Somebody's going to throw somebody under the bus and blame it all on them and then and then say sorry on behalf of the rest of us. We fucked up, but it was mostly this guy's fault. Let's get him. That's their only way out, and that's not even very good. But they're not even going to do that. They don't even want to admit it. Who? <laughs> and they seem to be just leaving them out to dry, right? They're just going to hang it all on mental Marco. I wonder if he knows he's getting played. Because the police are like, was it me? Was it you? Whoa, was it me? Was it me? What, if the, what if the police are the ones that are lying? Could you imagine? Imagine being at mental Marco and be like, well, you know, that's why he's so confident with it. Because like, oh, the police, I mean, they, they asked us for it. And then they go to the hearings and they're all like, no, we didn't. And he's like, it's right here on these messages. And he goes to look and his phone's been wiped. He's like, what? Like, you're the fall guy, dummy. <laughs> There's always a fall guy. Is it you? Is it them? Somebody's going down here. There's no way. There's no way. Because what else? What are the alternatives? We're just going to 
carry on like nothing happens. We're just going to pretend this never, <laughs> this never took place. This crazy nightmare. This whole inquiry, like, eh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna top it up. We're just gonna end it with, it was nobody's fault. Nobody made any decisions. It just randomly happened on its own. Everything's a secret. We have no information. The end. <laughs> At this point, man, the way Canada is, maybe they will. Maybe they will do that. But I really think, I think there's gotta be a fall guy or guys. There's, there's gotta be someone. And even then, even the people they punish don't really even get punished. Remember Trudeau's right-hand guy? Ass face. Um, for the, was that the weed charity scandal? Which scandal did he get busted in? Because he's involved in quite a few, because he's a massive piece of shit. He's from, Nova, he's from Cape Breton. I'm not even going to say Nova Scotia. Listen, Cape Breton, he's all yours. You like to say, I'm not from Nova Scotia, but I'm from Cape. I'm not, uh, get that out of here. I'm not from the fuck mainland. From fuck Cape. From Cape, boy. Fuck yeah. Nope. He's all yours, boys. Nope. You don't want to be Nova Scotia. You want to be Cape Breton? Well, he's from Cape Breton. So there you go. They fired him, you know. They just gave him a different job in the government. <laughs> he was, he, they sent him on a vacation for a couple months, and then he came right back like nothing happened. <laughs> oh, it's like I'm taking crazy pills here. Sergeant Rock says, uh, black pages, black face. Take a knee for BLM. It's all the same. This government is more corrupt than organized crime. Matter of fact, I think they are the biggest crime family this country's ever seen. The government is a crime family. And they're all working together. That video that Denise in Canada did that I, I shared on uh, Telegram and Twitter and elsewhere and so on. Um, little peepee, small peepee. Uh, everybody around him. Some of them are card-carrying liberals. One of them was the guy I was just talking about. Ass face from Cape Breton. That's, uh, that is one person away from little peepee's campaign. He works with his campaign manager at the Eurasia Group, which is a globalist organization. But don't worry, he's super against globalism. <laughs> all of those guys working there. Most of them are, are card-carrying members of the Liberal Party or former cabinet ministers of sitting Liberal governments, for God's sake. For God's sake. No, it's, no, it's he's big pipi. He's a savior. He's gonna... Oh, fuck, just Meteor now! Now, Meteor, please. I can't do it anymore. Total Meltdown says, I was just watching Gene Sharp, who wrote Dictatorship to Democracy. Documentary called How to Start a Revolution on YouTube. Highly recommend. His ideas have been used all over the world. Never heard of it. Gene Sharp. What do we do, Gene? I'll have to write that down and, and get it for later. Uh, <laughs> let's hold on. I need another. But uh, what were we doing? Yeah, so this guy. Oh, the lies and the nonsense. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> the airport stuff. I gotta save her for later because this is crazy. Um, and it, but you know, in the United States for a minute, the same. It's crazy to me. It's like it's like people don't have a memory and they don't have any ability to feel. Um, well, they're cowards, is what it is. It, it's fear. Like you've been wronged horribly. So that's why I really like the word. Uh, like when people call you know somebody cocked, it's such a perfect word. So the the average Western person that's walking around is basically. The guy who everyone knows, including him, that his wife is cheating on him all the time. All the time. Right? You can tell, like, he knows it, but he'll never admit it out openly, and he still defends his wife and says, oh, dear, you know, and he'll pretend to fight you over it. You know, and it's like, I'm just trying to help you, dude. She's a whore. <laughs> but, like, he knows, but he's too much of a coward to admit it or confront the situation because then he has to deal with it. So he'd rather just hide from it. And that is what the Western man is. 
Um, the government has been fucking them over. They know it. We know it. I know it. You know it. Everyone knows it. But to accept that uh, reality and then face it and do something about it is too scary for him. Um, it's too much work. It's, it's, you know, he doesn't want to deal with it. So he's just going to ignore it, put blinders on and pretend that uh, she's not going out at seven o'clock to, you know, go to her girlfriend's house and comes home at, you know, 2 a.m. smelling like somebody's cigarettes and, and something. You know what I mean? I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen. I'm just going to not pay. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to, I'm just going to pretend everything's fine because that's easier for me because I'm a weak little bitch and I'm going to permit this to happen to me. Right. That's uh, that's where we're at now. And then the United States, you've got, you know, Dr. Fauci openly admits uh mask mandate is about preserving authority. And he says it's, it's quote, a, a more of a matter of principle of where the authority lies. <laughs> is it? So doctor, at the same time, the justice department is pushing an appeals court to, uh, intervene on this ruling uh, that lifts mask mandates and public transportation, mass transit, that sort of thing. Uh, what do you think of that? Wait, are you asking me what I think about the Justice Department appealing uh, this uh, uh, court decision about pulling back? Exactly. Uh, you know, one of the yeah, one of the issues, Neil, that I have I have articulated in the past, and I will in the future. It's less about mandates on the plane than it is about who has the right and the authority and the capability of making public health decisions. And I believe... Oh, it's about authority. Interesting. ...that the Department of Justice is operating on the principle that decisions that are public health decisions belong with the public health agency, in this case, the CDC... So it's more of a matter of principle of where the authority lies than it is about whether or not there's going to be a mandate on a plane or not. But do you- <laughs> Holy shit, man. And they'll, and they'll be like, they're fine with it, right? Dude, your wife just came home with literal, like, it's on her face, dude. I mean, it can't be any more obvious than this. She's not even getting bothered to get cleaned up anymore. And you're still like, no. No, that's, that's, that was just, that's an accident. That was probably, she probably was eating something. <laughs> it's more about the authority and where the power lies. You know, like we were saying the whole time for the whole last two years, this is all just about control and about authority and getting you to submit to the authority. And they said, no, conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat, give me 15 boosters. I'm a booster. I'm a needle slot. I love it. Give me more. No, he just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all about authority, but, uh, you know, still do what you're told anyway. And they will. And they absolutely will. <laughs> That's the fucking craziest part. It's crazy to me to watch this happen in real time. Watch them admit like, <laughs> and then try to cope with it. And they're going crazy. If you haven't noticed, have you seen, have you noticed this? They're actually going insane. I don't know if it's uh, the, the, the needles per se. I don't know exactly what the problem is, but I do. I do know that it's probably... And okay, so imagine this. Imagine being on the other side, but also having a brain that works. You're just too afraid to, like I said, to face reality because you're being a coward, right? And um, 
also trying to keep up with the constantly changing rules and science and verbiage and mandates, no man on and on. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, it's none of it makes any sense. Even if you want it to make sense, pretend you're the, the normie and this is all, no, you, it, you can't, you can't, I've tried. And I, I've tried to imagine like living the last two years as one of them. And I think I would have just gone fucking crazy. And I think that's what's happening. I think these people are losing their minds from gaslighting and psychological abuse that they don't know which way is up anymore and, and they've just lost their fucking minds. They have no grip on reality. You've got people in uh, human rights organizations in, in HR offices um, vindictively punishing people for, for just reasons because they don't like them. And I'm going to play something which is insane. Um, this is, and this isn't even, this isn't even uh, an uncommon thing. This is basically, this is where we're at now. This is what these people are like. And they they feel the, Either they don't care because they're again they're losing their minds, or they're so comfortable with the fact that they think they're so right that um, they don't care. They'll say it in public. This is a, someone from a human rights, uh, uh, or not a human rights? Uh, is it human rights? HR, HR department, probably right. Whatever. Th that that area of business. Listen to this. Listen to what she says. Look at her. Also, this is also I want to point out a potentially a cousin. This is also a fish person. Note the f full meter size. I can put my entire fist between her eyes, and she would see it coming in and coming right back out again. I can't imagine what it would be like to get punched in the face and you see it the whole way in and out. It's weird. There's a whole my f I can fit my fist between her eyes. I kind of want to. <laughs> Rights and freedom that would tell you that, but since you seem to forget that, and you're all loud and proud with your big thoughts and your big big ideas and you want to whatever fucking set up hot tubs in ottawa i'm a recruiter it's you were a recruiter she got fired over this but anyway it's a small 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 industry smaller than you'd think same with hr so if you're looking for a job or maybe trying to keep a job maybe just maybe think about what you're putting on social media Again, freedom fighters. I know you're not really big with stats and, you know, facts aren't your thing, you know? But what I can tell you, what is a fact, is that recruiters talk. And recruiters, like the majority of Canada, don't agree with you. Do you know what that means? Do you have any guesses? Any guesses what that means? She's like a villain from a Disney movie. She's this deranged, and you can see it clearly in her face. She needs to be in an insane asylum. This person is completely out of her fucking mind. Completely. And she's deciding what to do with other people's careers. This is across the board. This is what's happening. This is just, it's starting to seep out now. This is what they're like in private. You know what I mean? The way that these people act to you, you know, on the internet, on, when there's cameras around and people are recording, you know, behind what they're really like, behind closed doors, and now it's starting to see, they can't contain themselves anymore. Their absolute bottomless pit of loathing and hatred for you is endless. Hence the description that I just, you know, unnecessarily provide. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's continue. She, I mean, they're, they're losing their minds. They're, they are going completely crazy, and we have a mental health crisis now on top of a gas crisis, an inflation crisis, a food crisis, 
the, there's a crisis in the military that they're covering up. As, I'm telling you, that I'm, I promise you, I promise you, the military is in crisis mode. They don't have enough. They're bleeding people like never before. They can't keep enough of them in. They're firing people like crazy because of the vax mandates. And now they can't understand why they're losing. They've lost their minds. These are simple problems to solve. Simple. Very simple. And they can't do it because they're dogmatically driven. They, this is, it must have, it's got to fit in the box. It's got to fit in the ideology box. It has, has to. Has to fit in, has to fit in the box. Or if it, if it doesn't fit in the box, you can't do it. It's got to fit in the box. Uh, don't follow the mandates and then you don't have to kick out all your soldiers if situation resolved. <laughs> but the mandates, but the mandates. They're, not, they're not legal anyway. All you idiot generals have to do is say, no, we're not doing that. You can't make us do th- We're not doing it. That's stupid. <laughs> but my paycheck promotions and pension. Oh, right. You're one of those guys. All right, fine. Blow it all up then. What that means is that if you need a job, you might not get one. If you want to keep a job, you might not get to do that. And you know what else HR is good at? Documentation. You know what that means? You want to be an asshole. We document it. We give you a couple tries. Then what do we do? We terminate you with cause if we're so lucky. If not, we give you the minimum allowed by law. Either way, best of luck to you. Recruiters are watching. HR is watching everywhere. And we hate you. We hate you so much. And you think we can't do anything. But we can. We have the power. Always remember that. Doesn't matter if there's a fucking man at the top of your HR department. It's run by women. And it's run by angry women just like me. (sighs) I'm so, so glad I got that off my chest. It's been eating me up inside. And honestly, my heart goes out to you guys. I mean, you have families to feed, right? You brought your kids to this big event. You're freedom fighters. You're standing up. Oh, they will be so, so proud. So, so, so proud of you. Fuck yourself. Fuck, fuck, fuck yourself. Mwah. Love you. The consolation is she's eventually going to kill herself. People like that, she's a reprehensible, disgusting person. Um, and yeah, uh, she's been suspended. There's an investigation. Name is uh, Tammy Sapitas. Uh, targets those who aren't woke. And her comments include, uh, but since you all see, yeah, well, you just watched the video. It's, it's pretty disgusting. She talks about firing people and working to make sure it's with cause so any compensation is minimal. Social media comment was not polite. This woman is in desperate need of a straitjacket and a padded cell. One wrote, I agree. Um, but uh, the thing is, she's not wrong. It isn't just her. There is a lot of them. And they do all think like that. So, you know. Um, good luck, uh, Tammy, on the job hunt. Uh, I know you, you really were fantasizing about other people going hungry and broke and, you know, not being able to feed their kids because they're big. Oh, you had all your big ideas and your big video you were going to make to get them. You were going to get them, were you, Tammy? Well, you got yourself. You done, you done goofed. <laughs> you done capped yourself, bitch. And I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. Bye, Tammy. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah.
Michael the Conqueror uh, says, you're kicking butt. Keep, uh, keep it up. God bless you. Thank you very much, Michael. James Edwards. Uh, I don't have, I don't like links. I will save it for later. Uh, says, you're an inspiration. Thank you very much, man. Uh, cracked Walnut Nut. The Cracked Walnut Nut of Nuts. Says, you're the... The Yarl we need. Is that what we're doing? We're going back to Yarl's? You saved me from wasting my life from serving serving the West in the military. It's a shame because it used to be a great fucking gig. And now I I couldn't. I couldn't. uh, There's a lot of guys that are trying to get out and can't. So think about that. Aiden Daniels uh, says, are we sure this lady wasn't faking this? Uh, No, she wasn't faking it. She was dead serious. It's completely serious. They just can't. They can't keep it in, man. Um, the hatred levels have boiled over to the point that, like, they're vandalizing property. They're slashing tires. Like, somebody egged my truck when I was down in Ottawa. Um, you know, there's tires slashed. I mean, they're 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 hateful, mean, ugly. Obviously, on the outside and the inside. Am I right? Hey, uh, ugly people. They're just bad, ugly, nasty, foul, terrible, gross, shitty, shitty, shitty fucking people. And. Um, you know, they know they'll get in trouble if they say what they really think, really, really think out loud. That's why they do the doublespeak. We're all about tolerance and love and inclusion. No, you're actually the worst kind of fucking person that's ever lived. You're so dishonest and evil and ruthless and terrible uh, and petty and two-dimensional and shallow. And I could go on and on. Um, no, it's they're they're completely real. She just um, and it's it seems insane to us because you know I just I hate suffering um, fake people. I. F- Cannot stand it. I can't stand. How many times have I sworn on this pod? Have I said anything yet? I'm making an effort this time, but we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> I can't stand f- fake people that f- fake their f- friggin' uh, <laughs> you know that they they don't live genuinely. Like, just tell the truth. If you don't like somebody, tell them or make that very obvious. So everybody knows what's going on. If you, um, you know, you got something to say, say it. If you, uh, if you don't, then don't, like. It's just the Canadian way, isn't it? It's just don't rock the boat. And we'll wait till you leave the room and then we'll stab you in the back. And then when you come back, we'll, we'll smile and shake your hand again. It's so uh, gross and, and weird. And it must be exhausting to, to have to like have different faces all the time. Like this is my this is my work face where I pretend to be this kind of a person, and I act this kind of way, and I pretend to like these people, and I kiss that person's ass, and I do all you know what I mean, and then but secretly you hate her, you hate him, you're actually stealing from that guy, you slashed his tires last week. I mean that must be exhausting to ha- to be multiple different people, and that's probably why you're going insane because you have multiple personalities literally in your own head. Uh, just be one person, just be you all the time. Um, it's way easier and you don't have to remember very much because you know you shouldn't be lying all the time so you, there's not really much to keep track of um, <laughs> you know I just I, I can't stand people like that and there's there's no reason to suffer them once you identify them just cut them out it's a waste of time they don't change and uh, they don't want to they're just they're just gross Godzilla Unchained says uh, breaking White House LGBTQI plus press secretary announces uh, the president will release plans of his economy boosting thermonuclear war when he returns from three-day visit to Disneyland. That's good. I'm good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That's going to be... I mean, we need a good plan. Short Long says, took HR, the only straight guy in the program who got an HR, pretended he was gay. 
Yep, you picked up. <laughs> well, he really wanted that job, didn't he? The only question is, how gay did he have to pretend to be? I mean, what was on the test? Know what I mean? Like, how bad did he want that job? Michael the Con we're glad you're still here with us, short long. It would have been would have been awful to lose you. Michael the Conqueror says, I'm so glad to hear you're trying not to swear. I mean, I don't mind doing it. I just it gets to be too much sometimes. And it's just it doesn't have as much of an effect if you use it all the time. Um, God bless you. Truth is a very unpopular thing in a world of cowards. You're an inspiration. Well, I don't know about that, but thank you very much for the kind words. Um it is, it, and that's the thing. That's why there's people like us are being targeted and persecuted just for talking, just for saying words, telling the truth. What would, what would be the point? If everything we were saying wasn't, like, why, are, why is everybody getting so upset about it? You know what I mean? If I'm sitting here going on about, uh, you know, lizard people living on, on Pluto and they've got a space station and they're controlling everyone's minds with it, no one cares. No one really pays, it. you know what I mean? No one really pays attention or, or fucks with them or anything like that. Um, because they're harmless and, you know, it's <laughs> whatever, but other people, uh, for saying things, saying things, I've never hurt anybody. I've never shot anybody, stabbed anybody, blown anything up. Uh, no, nothing like that. No, no one that I'm aware of has ever, you know, around me has done anything like that, but we're still a very big, uh, very big problem for some reason. I wonder, wonder why that is. You know, who's not a problem anymore? The queen of, uh. Canada, of the world, I'm sorry, Queen Ramona Di Dolelo, who was appointed by the group of people who, with Donald Trump and the group of people in the white hats and the people that are in the group of them, they're in a big group, there's a little room, and they've got white hats on, and they're, they're named Sleepy and, and Grouchy and curly and it's the they're dwarves it's the dwarves and they've got little white hats and they have selected me as the group of people to be the leader of canada <laughs> i told you bitch there would be consequences you crossed me you crossed agalon and um i told you i would ruin you this is not gonna stop falling up is it and now your rv belongs to me it was uh, seized by the courageous forces of the, the Dagalon Security Agency earlier this week. Uh, I was going to share this footage with you now. It's, uh, this is my RV now. There's the uh, former queen of the world having her property repossessed. Wave bye-bye! That's the end of that. It'll make a great fuck shack. Right, Philip? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. I broke it. I broke it. Oh, damn. I made it. So I was doing so good. I was doing so good. Uh, <laughs> Angry Soldier 100 says, I bet um, she has uh, 40 cats and her home smells like cat piss. Um, she's got pets. I'll, I'll say that much. Reverend Chad says, has there been any Christian uh, jokes yet? <laughs> yes. And I don't want to go. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, angry soldier against his drinking beer next to my fire pit and listening to the rage cast. Life is good. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad you're 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 doing okay. Glitcherful says, "I want my queen porno." God damn it, Cam! Where the hell is my little porno? That's the rumor. Cam and and CRJ and the agents are on it, looking for the uh, the the elusive. <laughs> God, <laughs> we're gonna auction it off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you think she stays in character on the 
now the group of people are going to take turns having their way with me on this couch in this RV. The same group of people who work for Jewish porn companies in Hollywood. The same group of people. <laughs> ah! <laughs> she's got a she, dude. She's got to fund her world empire somehow. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Godzilla chained. <laughs> We're serious. This is the end of the world, guys. We can't be laughing. We gotta stop screwing around. It says kindly post. That uh, Tammy, the HR maniac, clipped your Telegram channel. Need it for off-platform sharing. Thanks in advance. I don't know where I found it. I've already closed it. I'll have to look for it again. It's out there. You can probably just Google it. Tammy, the HR psycho. It's probably like a million hits. A million billion hits. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Trish Farron. That's disgusting. Oh, my Lord. This chat is horrifying. I'm going to get out of here. Short, long, the queen and Timmy Tam. Hentai action. Oh God, no, no more, no more talk of this. This this went off the rails. It is my it is my fault. I apologize. I made this weird. It got gross. Um, we don't we don't need to get into it anymore. Um, what we do need to get into is more horrible news. Oh. <laughs> I mean, hang on. Um, we get some of this through some of this crazy shit. Oh, there's so much. There's so much. Man, there's so much. I might have to do the rapid raging news fucking thing. I, it might have to come to that. Because there's so many. Justin, dude, the Beebs! We've lost the Beebs. <laughs> He's revealed a serious health condition causing facial paralysis. I wonder how that happened. And his wife just finished uh, recovering from blood clots in her brain. I wonder how that happened. Uh, had to can he's uh, had to recently cancel his tour. Um, you know, it's from a rare disease, of course, and from some random thing no one ever could understand or, you know, but uh, I'll just let you tell him in his own words. And, uh, and you know, people are shitting on him because it's just a Bieber. You know what I mean? But fuck. I mean, the kid was scooped up into the industry when he was like, what, 14 years old? He never had a chance. You can't really hate him that much, you know, and he's just an entertainer, man. He's not a fucking... He's not, you know, Gates. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just a kid that sings and dances for money and probably got laid a lot. You know, he's doing okay. But um, unfortunately for him, he's not vitally important to the operation of the machine that we all live in either. So he's just another dime. I mean, these pop stars are a dime a dozen. They can, they can just make them and break them anytime they want. Um, so why would he, you know, <laughs> some people's like, it's a conspiracy. He's just, no. No, it's not. Um, rich people want to make money. That's, that's why they do it. That's why he goes on tour and does it because he likes doing it and he's getting super rich doing it. Um, so he's just another victim. He's just another human being, another person who trusted the, you know, and uh, now he's got to deal with this Born, the rest of his life. Um, Probably. Justin here. Uh, I wanted to update you guys on what's been going on. Um, obviously, I feel bad for him, honestly. As you can probably see from my face. And his wife, too. Like, um, blood clots I in have, her head. Uh, <laughs> this syndrome called uh, um, Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. And it is from this... It's so fucked up. Like, the right side of his face, his eye doesn't even blink anymore. Like, hardly at all. I don't maybe not at all. He can't move the right side of his face at all. Virus that um, attacks the nerve in my ear and my facial 
nerves and has caused my face to have paralysis. As you can see, this eye is not blinking. I can't smile on this side of my face. This nostril will not move. So there's full paralysis in this side of my face. So for those who are frustrated by my cancellations of the next shows, um, I'm just physically, obviously not <laughs> capable of doing them. Uh, this is pretty serious, as you can see. Um, I wish this wasn't the case, but obviously my body's telling me I gotta slow down. Oh, I feel bad for him. Um, but I mean, I mean, what pieces of shit, right? You know for sure there's a ton of people like, who gives a shit? I don't care. I paid good money for these fucking tickets. <laughs> Dude, he's like dying. <laughs> you know what I mean? His wife almost died. They're all, all kinds of fucked up now. And by the way, if you took all this poison crap too, there's a fairly good chance the same thing's going to be happening to you quite soon as well. Um, it, it's, it's, it's all there, right? And I don't feel compelled to like prove it. Because, listen, we all know. We all know it's happening. We all know tons of these people are sick and they're hurt and they're dying and they're all kinds of, you know, messed up. And and the people that don't know don't want to know. And you can show them case after case after case of all these people, you know, from the first real bad one. I still remember his name, Fred Pye. Uh, he's in Nova Scotia, actually. And he's got, he just has seizures constantly. That was years ago. Still, or whenever the, you know, these things came out, it's still happening. I played it. I showed people. They still went and did it, right? Um, I, we, there's no point in trying to convince these people. And we just, you know, why? Um, it's just sad to watch in a lot of cases. Uh, except for, as I said, the ones that were pushing it the whole time. And like the HR queen there that was demanding people have their lives destroyed. If they don't get vaccinated, we should put them in camps and not let them eat groceries and all this kind of stuff. Those people, I don't feel remotely bad for. You bought in. You picked a team. You went as hard as humanly possible. And, uh, you know... You deserve you deserve what you get, um, but but the other ones that you know it's this or you lose your career. You gotta use you gotta fly on the airline. You can't you can't do it if you're not vaccinated. You'll never work in this town again, Justin. You won't be a part of this record label. You're gonna do it, you know, or whatever. All the and and they did it, and now they're sick and they're fucked, right? So it's like. I feel bad for them. Not all of them, but a, a great amount of them. Um, Frank Max says, "Get a haircut, you vagabond." I will never. I'm. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a trim here soon, but I'm leaving most of it. I'm growing it out. It's happening. Um, he says, "Hope to see you at the end of the month, Holmes. Love you, buddy." Uh, Angry Soldier One Hundred says he caught a facial. Maybe he needs a vaccine. God, he's. That's why he. <laughs> Arn Mackey says, confession, a podcast behind a vacation approved on condition that you rage on after that. I'm not going, I just do them whenever. Like someday I just, I was busy. I've got shit going on. I'm like, I'm not, I don't fucking care right now today. So I don't, I don't. Um, eat into orbit. Cam wants to. <laughs> come on, come on. You can't hate Bieber that much. You're just jealous. You're just jealous. He's been, you know, he's rich and been. <laughs> All the money and shit that he's got, he can never uninject himself, though, can he? That's a bit of a problem. Um, Chris, Jason, again, thank you for... Dude, you're a maniac. Thank you so much. 
he says, uh, we the people, stop scrolling down. How dare you? Uh, we the people need to rise up and end this uh, bullshit. I've had it. I've had it. This show, my popcorn ran out months ago. I know. I know. I, I'm tired of, of me too. Oh, wait. <laughs> you meant the world, but yeah, I'm just making fun of myself. Um, fuck, there was something else. And yeah, here it is. Well, there's, it's, it's linked next to it. Healthy young people, and this is in the Daily Mail. This is a big newspaper in the United Kingdom. Healthy young people are dying suddenly and unexpectedly from a mysterious syndrome as doctors seek answers through a new national register. Hmm. People under the age of 40 are being urged to go out and get, what do you think they're going out to get checked? Their hearts! Go get their hearts checked! Hmm. May potentially be at risk of having sudden adult death syndrome. That's, that's actually what we're going to do. We're going to invent, because there was a sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS. I remember when, you know, my kids were babies. It was the scariest fucking thing. I would, when they were sleeping, we'd go check on them like every hour. Because you're like, you know, he's still alive. Oh, thank God. Because it's a thing. They just die sometimes. And it's fucking terrifying. Now there's like, oh, sudden adult death syndrome. Well, we've all heard of this, haven't we? That's a normal thing for people under 40 to just not be alive all of a sudden for no inexplicably no reason. Yeah. Yes. Believe what's on the screen and not what you see in front. Everything was fine. Bill Gates showed up and said, everyone take my magic juice. Everyone takes the magic juice. Now people are just dying randomly for inexplicably no reason. I wonder if there's a connection there. Sads. And they called it sads. Sads. Oh. Oh, did you die? Boom, 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 boom. Sads is an umbrella term to describe unexpected deaths in young people. A 31-year-old woman died in her sleep last year. May have had sads. She was just really sad, having a heart attack while she's out jogging for no reason. Um, the sads have been fatal for all kinds of people, regardless of whether they maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. Oh, it's just random. Wow. So crazy. So crazy. Here's this woman on the right here, 31, was found to have had died in her sleep. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, does your heart hurt? What's happening? Oh, it's monkeypox. It's a sad. It's 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 climate change. It's anything but what's obviously happening. Uh, all case mortality is up like forty percent already. Insurance companies are paying out like over forty percent increase. And I think they said uh, in World War II they would have expected like a three percent increase, two to three percent increase in like deaths uh, over average. That was World War II. We're up to forty percent. So a lot of people are dying. You couple more than zero. Um, let's see. Glitchful says, "Are we sure that isn't uh, just Beeb's body's way of reacting to seeing?" <laughs> he can do better than that. I can't put. I can't understand why he'd be in a position to do that. I don't think he would. Why? Why? You're you're Bieber. You can get anything you want, relatively. You know. Why would he go there? Unless, unless you're insinuating that she potentially purchased him as property. That's possible. That he may be... Bieber may be a sex slave of ham legs. Oh my God. Can you imagine that? I don't think I want to imagine it. But I'm going to. And I'm going to take you along with me into this horrible, horrible nightmare. That's what happened. That's the real reason. Poor Bieber. Alone. Locked in a basement. Waiting his fate. 
wishing he could die, but he never can. Artificially being kept alive by robots is to remain there in the dark, to be used as the machines that keep him alive turn on the Viagra chemicals as ham legs comes waddling down the stairs. It's playtime again. It's always playtime in the Freeland basement where Justin lives and toils and where he will die. Slave. <laughs> Gross. Horrifying. We'll never talk. We're never. We're never going to speak of this again. No one ever again. <laughs> no one ever bring that up again. This is the worst thing I've ever imagined. That is the worst thing I've ever imagined in my life. It's horrible. This terrifying. The sniz-filled basement. Ah! Shut up! Shut up, Kim! Shut up! I need to get this horrible taste out of my mind. Uh -huh. Queen Ramona Dudulo is back. You're not a queen anymore. You're but a simple RV-less peasant. Says, my press secretary just informed me this group of people that... You were slandering your queen, Mr. McKinsey. We will not warn you again. We are white hats at the Galactic Federation. I come in peace. Prosperity or death, peace or perish, or whatever the fuck she says. <laughs> I love that he sees the RV. <laughs> she was posting Telegram posts about how much money she needs every couple weeks to keep up with the payments for the RV, and she expects her followers to send her money <laughs> to pay for her. Clearly they didn't, and they ran out of cash, probably because she told them to stop paying. Dude, this grifting psycho was telling people not to pay their bills anymore. And, I've, and I'm starting to believe that she did it so that they'd have more money to send to her grift. She told them they didn't have to pay bills, didn't have to pay their electricity, their water, none of it. It's all free now because she's the queen and she's decreed, royal decree, that they're not, you know, you don't have to pay them. And people actually weren't paying them. It was in the news. And some of them are completely ruined now. So they'd have more money to send to her to pay for her extravagant lifestyle. Speaking of grifters. Uh, people aren't going to like this. I don't care. It's just the truth. I've been very reliably informed. And there's going to be a, a document data dump on one Marcus Ray here very, very shortly. And to summarize, he's a scam artist who's been doing this sort of thing for a long, long time. He scammed nearly $200,000 from a dying, uh, a woman dying of cancer. An old lady hasn't paid any of it back. There's all kinds of court documents and it, it's all, it's all in there and I'll put it out there. It'll be on telegram. There's some other guys. Uh, they're, they're going through it right now. They are all going through it right now. So it doesn't surprise anyone it, would it be possible that the government, if you were going to find someone to scam a bunch of people and trick them into following a false prophet, you know, to their doom, to a, a false flag or potentially something like this, who would you pick? Would you pick a scam artist? Would you, would you pick a professional scam artist? Because the guys looked into him and couldn't verify any of his claims at all, except that he was a male stripper and he wrote a book about being a male stripper. That's it. That's the only thing they could actually confirm is true. They've contacted these constitutional sheriffs that he could never, they never heard of them. All these people he name drops, they've never heard of them. 
He's got people running around the country recruiting soldiers for the, the time when it's to take back the country. This is the biggest fucking obvious honeypot is obvious. And the guy's like up to his eyeballs in lawsuits and scams and defrauding people. And they've got all, all of it now and they're all going through it right now. So wait for that. And, you know, there's people that really wanted to put their chips in with that. And, oh, no, he's legit. And this, I'm, dude, sorry, but he's not. I'm not hurting you by telling you the truth. I'm helping you. Do you understand? Do you, what, do you want me to keep this information myself and let you believe let, that I know that this is this guy's a scammer and then let you go off and, and fuck your life up? Should I, is that what I'm supposed to do? And there's still going to be people that are, oh, it's going to be fake. Those are fake documents. That's not even, you know, just like Queen Ramona. Well, no, the RV's going to get maintenanced. And she's going to get a better one. Because she's queen of the world. No, she's a crazy person that has scammed you out of your money. Uh, and this is, an, this is another situation. And this guy's going around openly talking about, vi- I mean, there's recordings of him talking about uh, all the people they have to kill and in what order and g- government buildings they're going to occupy and people they're going to attack. All this shit. It's all on tape. It, it's all there. It's all coming out. Trust me. Um, and, and no one's bothering them. This is all happening out in the open. There's no police. There's no stories. There's no anti-hate articles. There's no, nothing. Just no, nobody's interested in this. He's in like fucking seven different provinces now. Cricketies. Crickety, crickety boo. Crickety boo. Oh, well, that's fine. The, the veterans will fucking deal with it. We'll fucking handle it ourselves. Again, fine. It's fine, government. We won't, uh, we'll tell everybody then. How's that? Uh, Michael's mama says apparently yellow jackets can't determine between a threat and a non-threat so they treat everything as a threat and that's what the, that's why they're dicks I just realized I'm a yellow jacket hornets are horrible wasps and hornet, hornets are the worst things ever um, cinnamons says uh, so is bacon just don't don't I, I'm not reading this message I fucking I'm drawing a line in the sand don't ruin bacon for me don't you dare oh I fucking read it Ah, you fucking ruined bacon for me, son of a bitch! I hate you. I hate you so much. Uh, uh, N.W. Oh, Pickley. This is remember when in... Oh, don't. I need one of those men in black pens to just wipe my brain. Wipe my memory right now. Oh, my eyes are watering. Remember when in 2014 the world was going to end and people sent money to people to hold on in case it magically didn't end? You get Volsmit back? Well, that is an old trick. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Whew. All right. That's, uh, that was gross. That was really gross. That was really gross. Anyway. Um, what was the other guy's name? Grant Bristow? Bristow, was that his name? The Heritage Front guy? The guy that set up, you know, my Nazis, my secret neo-Nazi uh, cell and, and all this kind of stuff. And then got some people to join it and then arrested the people that joined it and charged them for being neo-Nazis. And the whole thing was actually set up by CSIS and the RCMP the entire time. That happened. That, that's already in the books. That is a chapter of Canadian history. They're just doing the same thing again. Probably. 
He claims, this guy claims he was also an ex-RCMP auxiliary member. So perhaps he already has a relationship with the RCMP. Who knows? Uh, I, and I also know, let's pretend at the very, let's just pretend I'm completely wrong. It's all made up nonsense. I'm an idiot. These are all, this is all fraudulent court document paper. It's all, yeah, okay. You're following a guy who's openly talking about attacking, physically attacking a sitting government in public, out at wherever he goes. And he's going to like little speakeasies, essentially telling this to people in the open to whoever will listen to him. And he's got his soldiers you know, running around recruiting people for him. What do you suppose the odds are that he's, because he's legit, that he's not completely and totally infiltrated and surrounded by cops by now? It's zero percent. It's zero fucking percent. So you're going to follow a guy that's, you're going to get absolutely ruined and, you know, jail, if not killed or something, you know, anyway, I don't want anything to do with that. And, uh, neither does anyone else I know that has a brain in their head that actually knows how these kinds of things, um, you know, do and don't happen. This is, this is not how it goes down. You don't, you don't create a Facebook group, get a bunch of people to join it and go, okay, civil war next Tuesday, you guys. Wait for the signal, and then, you know, <laughs> it's hysterical. It's like, I'm going to, using this toaster and some old gum and a broken bottle and a dead monkey, I will construct a laser gun that will shoot back into time and ki- Okay, all right, man. Sounds good. Um, Kamiski says, the friction sides of the ham are cooked, the outsides are cold. Eat accordingly. You guys are, I'm this close to being a Muslim. Now you've ruined, you've ruined pork for me. All pork products are now inedible. So there's another one off the box. I'm getting close. I'm getting there. Do you want the, do you think this place is right? Could you imagine if I was like a Muslim imam on top of that? How fucking crazy this would, oh my. Just to, just to think of how insane that would be. It's, it's entertaining. I mean, I'm thinking about it just, just for the, just for the, the sheer, you know, craziness of that. <laughs> Frank Max says, speaking of grifters, uh, where the F did Chiglets uh, slither off to with all his merch money? That fucking guy. Who knows? But um, the other thing is he's been deplant. Like the same thing's going to happen to me. It's been happening to a lot of people. His people know where he is, but generally he's, he's banned on um, any, anything. He's banned and suppressed on everything. Like he's not, you're not going to hear from him because you're not allowed to hear from him. That's it. The end. I think he has a Telegram channel. That's about it. That's the only place I can think of, and I just don't think of him, so I don't go there and <laughs> see what he's up to. I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Um, and that's uh, that's what's going to happen to most of us. Mister Big Sting, somebody a broken pipe two eighty four says on uh, on Rumble. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. They could be puffing this guy up, and uh, he has no idea that he's going to get the rug pulled out from under him. I don't know, but I do know that um, we're going to play a game. In just a minute, I think. Or maybe we'll do it now. <laughs> First, we're going to watch this. Then we got to... Then we got to... All right, we got to... Fuck. I got to listen to Ryan Whitney talk. I don't, I don't mind. I think he's kind of funny. And uh, he's a sports hockey guy. It doesn't matter. And um, then, then we, we have to play Fact or Fairy Tale soon. 
And then I got to read the news real fast because it's way too many. And it's, it's too, it's too, um, it's too horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cops that are watching me right now. When you guys have to do like, uh, I mean, you guys probably don't, but maybe somebody does. Those like, like cases with like child porn people and like, you have to go through the evidence. You know what I mean? Like you have to look at it and watch all that shit. Do you ever like put it on fast forward at least and like just try to like I'll go through it but I'm not taking my time like I'm getting through it I'm getting the fuck out of here for my own sanity you know what I mean like do you just uh, right I mean yeah, somebody must I guarantee somebody's like I'm not watching any more of this I get the idea I, I've had enough nope. that's basically how I read the news in a lot of ways that I have the same feeling the same feeling of like when you're that's how I feel I just I can't I can't do it I can feel myself being physically harmed um, by reading it it's that ridiculous and, and I and I can't do it anymore I can feel the brain tumor in my brain gaining strength every time I read something written by a liberal imbecile and and just generally general comments on the state of affairs um so I just I just try and get through it so we can do that and um yeah we'll do we'll do that let's just uh, let's just get it over with for God's sakes so this is um now everyone cares. This is what's so stupid. Everyone cares about the disaster that is Canadian air travel because of a, a semi-famous person said it now. Ryan Whitney used to play for the... Uh, I don't know if he ever played for the Leafs. I feel like he did, but I'm definitely the Penguins. It doesn't matter. He played hockey. He was a hockey player, but now he's like one of the people that talks about people playing hockey on TV, you know? But anyway. Hey, guys. Wit here. Oh, hey, you know the, the pink vodka, lemonade vodka they sell with the helmet on it? It's called, uh, you know what I mean? It's like pink vodka lemonade. It's this, it's this guy's. It's his vodka. So there you go. I don't even really know where to explain. So for people telling me to drive, I can't drive. They have my bags. They won't give them back. So I had Edmonton to Toronto yesterday. I landed around 3. I then had Toronto to Boston at 8.30. Customs was about three hours, got through, flight canceled from Toronto to Boston. All right. At this point, now I go and I see there is a 400-person line with two Air Canada workers. There's a million canceled flights. Everyone's just panicking. So I waited in that line about six hours. At near the end of the line... I would have already gone crazy. Like, I'm picturing this, and he's just like, okay. Like, I would my my patience is just gone it's just gone it's not there anymore you know what i mean it's like you know on cars there's a muffler i don't have one there's just there's just no muffler i know but that's obnoxious and horrifying i i know but i just don't have i have no patience left by the way you know how much my feet hurt be it near the end of the line they closed it they just said oh you have to go somewhere else we had to re-enter canada we'd go through canadian customs so by the time I finally see someone from Air Canada, it's 1 a.m. I said, can I just get my bags? I had a ride to Buffalo all set up, and I had a JetBlue flight from Buffalo. I just need to get out of this country, out of this airport. This is the worst airport on earth. I'm telling yes. you, there's no other airport like this. Yes, correct. So they say, no, 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 you can't have your bags. You, you, your bags are already like in the middle of no man's land. You can't have your bags. So we have a 8.50 flight for you from Toronto to Boston for this morning. This is last, This is at 1 a.m. Okay, i be here at 5 a.m., they said. So I got here at 4.55. I wanted to be five minutes early. So I wanted to be three hours and 55 minutes early. I get here, this woman says, oh, 
We booked you actually on a flight from here to Montreal and then Montreal to Boston, but that leaves in 50 minutes and you can't make it. They never sent me an email. They just, I, I, I started yeah. laughing. I mean, yeah. what, what are you going to do? It was either that or like cry. That's right. Whitney gets so it. Now, you can laugh. You can cry. You could be the Joker and be successful. Or you could cry like a bitch. I, I choose to go crazy. I'm on it. So now I'm on a, a 10 a.m., but there's nobody really around the gate. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so in shock at this place. It is the biggest disgrace known to man. <laughs> the biggest disgrace known to man. So, like, the problem, though, is it, it's it's not confined to the Pearson Airport. That's Canada. That's that is that is Canada. That's how everything works everywhere, dude. Nothing works the way that it's supposed to anymore. Everywhere you go, massive lineups. Nobody knows what's going on. Everything's backwards and screwed up. Nobody calls you back. Paperwork's mixed matched. Oh, we're not paying you this month. Oh, I'm sorry, can't park there. No one can park there. It's a toxic waste dump now, is it? I don't know. Where's the entrance? There is no. We built a building with no entrances. No one can get in. Everything is completely falling apart. Everywhere you go, everywhere you go, I swear to God, and I can't even go there anymore for this reason, for multiple reasons, but when they did all that stuff to the kids, I was like, all right, Tim Hortons, you know, not pedophile stuff, at least officially, allegedly, uh, when they like banned them from the camps, <laughs> this sounds horrible, but they banned them from the summer camps, banned the kids from the summer camps, I was like, boycott them, go there, and, and ten, go to 10 different Tim Hortons's and get the same sandwich 10 times, and tell me how many times it doesn't get completely, minor adjustments, say no mayonnaise, just go to a Tim Hortons and go to a, you know. Hello, welcome to Tim Hortons. Can I take a order, please? Yeah, can I get a, can I get a uh, turkey bacon club sandwich? You want to talk about turkey club sandwich? Uh, just a sec. Wait, I said a turkey bacon club. You want to talk about a turkey bacon club sandwich? Are you anything else? Yes, you cut me off. I wasn't done. A turkey bacon club sandwich with no mayonnaise. No mayonnaise. No, none. No mayonnaise at all. None. Zero mayonnaise. Not even a drop. If I even smell mayonnaise, I will kill you. I will come in there and set everyone on fire. Do you understand? That's how much I hate mayonnaise. I can't have it. And it's the end of you and everyone in that. Be even customers. I'll kill everyone if there's mayonnaise. That's how much I don't want mayonnaise. Okay, Okay, Jesus, fuck. And then you drive up there, and then they give you the sandwich, and it's covered mayonnaise. Or there's no meat on the sandwich. I've had that happen. There's no meat. I had them ask me one time, oh, there's, there, there's no turkey meat. There's no turkey meat. Do you still want the sandwich? I d no, because it's a turkey sandwich. It's a turkey bacon club sandwich. I don't want... A club sandwich with no nothing. There's no club. If there's no turkey, what's the club? Bread? I don't want a bread sandwich. No. And I'm and what? You expect me to pay the same? You want me to pay ten or twelve dollars for this shitty meat processed, definitely full blown cancer sandwich? I mean, I know what I'm doing. I'm aware of it. But I'm hungry and I'm lazy and I'm not making my own food because I'm a fucking lazy Western guy, right? And you, they would, they would, they'd be like, yeah, it's twelve, you know. There's not even meat on the sandwich. It's a f the whole country is just. Oh, can you go anywhere? Can you do anything? Can when's the last time? Show of hands. Anyone did anything that required any any amount of servicing or, or government that went? You just everything went perfectly well and smooth, and there wasn't a single disaster that happened along the way. I can't remember the last time that's happened, and it just gets worse and worse.
across the board. Pearson International Airport is is not a a problem Canada has. It is Canada. That's that's what we're doing now. <laughs> so if you're new to Canada and you just landed in Pearson and you're like, what in the fuck is this place? Buckle up. That's what we're doing here. That's how it goes here now. It only gets worse. This is just, uh, that's how it starts. <laughs> that's how your experience in Canada starts. First, we'll make you live at the airport for a day. And uh, don't get mad about it either, or else the RCMP will show up and taser you to death if you're, if you're a Polish immigrant named Robert Dzanski. Uh If you get held in the airport for day, like a whole day and a half and no one tells you what's going on and locks you in a room and then you start freaking out, don't do that because the RCMP will show up and they'll just fucking kill you right there on the ground. And then when the investigation comes through... No, no, no one's guilty of anything. No, every they wouldn't change a thing. Everyone did everything right, and then all the officers um, got promotions. <laughs> Canada's the best, isn't it? Okay, so like child porn that the police are forced to watch for evidence. I'm just gonna really try to. Oh God! This is a photo from Drag Story Time. This event took place at the Public Library in St. John, New Brunswick, this weekend. Oh well, what is that? Is that a fat guy pretending to have titties, or is it just a big, fat, gross? What is for children? What is this? What is this? There's no reason for that. It's it's not necessary. Canadian airports call for removal of Trudeau's vaccine requirements for air passengers. Oh, they do. The Airports Council on Tuesday called for the removal of all vaccine requirements for other passengers and aviation employees. I wonder why. They're only going bankrupt because of the insane mandates that the government has imposed on them. And they don't want to go bankrupt, but they have. And they're working in an absolute hellish nightmare of the government's making. Isn't that lovely? I thought so. The legacy media broadcasts are what were used to justify the Emergencies Act when questioned. Uh, the Deputy Minister of Justice told the Special Joint Committee on the, on the Declaration of the Emergency Act that television news broadcasts helped lead invoking the emergency act. I saw it on TV. Well, I saw it on TV, so I thought we had to. Oh, my sweet God. Parliament's most wanted a photo of an MP that was ejected from the Hill for not disclosing vaccine status. Security has a picture of her face in case she tries to come to work. <laughs> what? My God! Even the United Nations! Canada is now drawing international condemnation from the EU for stringent and invasive policies. No way! Absolutely not. I can't believe that. Growing number of Canadians are eating less food due to insecurity. Oh good, everyone's going hungry. That's great. That's how you know you're doing well. Welcome to Pearson. You can't leave. You don't want to leave. You don't want to go out there. There's nothing to eat! That's fine. The RCMP entered a home while family was sleeping and started questioning their 11-year-old. They just came into the house in the middle of the night and were like, hey, little girl, we're the police. Tell us answers to things. It's amazing nobody was shot. If you come into my house in the middle of the night where my kids are unannounced, you best believe somebody's getting shot. Oh, my God, man. The Attorney General, by the way, says citizens don't have the absolute right to own private property. That's Canada. So you don't own property anymore, Okay. I take a breath. I'm tired. It's communism. No property. You don't own anything. The police are in your house questioning your 11-year-old. If you even can get home from the airport, there's nothing to eat. You just starve to death. And if you try and get a sandwich, Tim, they're not even going to get it right. And they don't even have turkey because... <laughs> Why would we have turkey?
Okay, we're almost we're almost we're getting there. Oh lord, uh, I gotta scroll down here. Let's see. No, no. Stop. There's so much of this. Kamski says, out of the box, you say? Is it a cinnamon box? I hate you. Die in a fire. I hate you. Glacier Falls says, ham and cinnamon. Fuck you too. And cinnamons is back. He says, I think you're closer to being Jewish. Jews also don't eat pork. And you put up with my crap for five days. Ah, oh, that's a good point. Oh, what if I what if I behead someone? <laughs> this is the... This is, I can't live like this. I get, no, that's not true. I give money away to charity sometimes. How about that? There you go. Karen Kanzner says Grant Bristow is pissed that BJ Dichter is doing his whole job poorly. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is either, but I don't trust that guy either. Filthy Weasel says the mask hanging off his uh, Whitney's ear isn't irritating at all from coast, from coast to coast to coast. Lose the fucking mask already. Well, you have to have it to fly. You have to because science. It's so dumb. And you got to be vaccinated and the whole thing. So it's like, that's, that's your problem, Whitney. You're mad at the airport, shitty. That's your problem. Mm. I see. Well, <laughs> you're going to have a lot more problems. Um, Godzilla Unchained says, heading to a Canadian airport, expect minimum six-hour waits in line. Pro tip, wear an adult diaper. It will save you time because there's probably people living in the bathroom at this point. Senor Bean says to Cinnamons, I think you're closer to being Jewish. Senor Bean, Cinnamons, what is going on? Are you fighting back and forth? But then you need to cut the pee-pee. Uh, Senor Bean if he thinks for this much, I don't think he has a PP lip free set reverse Viagra. Well, that's why they have to pump, uh, the beebs. That's why he's hooked up to the machine that keeps him alive. So he can't kill himself no matter what he does. And it just pumps him full of it. So he can't, he's forced to just, he can't do anything about it. She just uses him like a toy, like a, and people come in and then a hazmat team comes and hoses him down. But she definitely hasn't bathed since, uh, when were the Tokyo Olympics? I think that was around that time. I don't think she's had a bath since around then, whenever the Tokyo Olympics was. Uh, Anderson Paladin uh, says, FYI, the line for passports and death benefits is the same line. McDonald's has better and more timely service. That I do believe. Mm, cinnamons, you're killing me. I don't want to read this. Unlike Tim Hortons, there's plenty of meat on the... Nope. Uh, Glitcherful, what about the time they said they ran out of bread? Oh, right! That was what I mixed up the story. Yeah, they said there was no bread or was it no meat? I can't remember. They ran out of something and it was just like, no, I don't. It's like, do you want a hamburger? Yes, we don't have any meat left. Do you still want it? What kind of a question? Stop it. Uh, Glitchful says, uh, Caper999 is partnering with, say, oh no, Meat Curtain Ham Legs is partnering with Tim's for their mayo. Gr guys, I will shut this down. This is not worth the money. This is horrible. Um, what is this? Uh, oh, it's just a, a, a neat factoid from Camus Keyes. Corporal Benjamin Monty Robinson, a year after the Robert incident, uh, was driving home drunk off duty and slammed his vehicle into 21 Orion Hutchinson on his motorcycle, killing him. 21-year-old Orion Hutchinson killing him. Oh, he probably got promoted. You know, all cops are heroes. Hellbilly Deluxe says, uh, Tim's don't sell turkey. It's imitation turkey. I know. I know it's not real food. I don't care. I like to... I'm, I'm a masochist. Taylor Stanley, thank you very much, man. He says, my best friend Jim told me he's gay and he thinks I'm hot. <laughs> how, do I, how do I tell him in a polite and sensitive way that I want to put a burlap sack over his head and throw him off the top of a building? 
just keep just just get into really graphically like like talking about pussy you know like really like just really get in there you know what i mean and make him really uncomfortable and then eventually he's just going to associate you with a guy that talks about the unmentionable thing you can't talk about that to game they freak out like you can't bring it up to them never mind show them a picture of one they melt they just turn into dust like medusa they go stone dust and they like vampires and the sun hits them that's what happens so I've heard. I've never done it myself because it would be murder, technically. Uh, but I've heard this true. So that's that would be my advice. And then he'll associate you with the guy that's you're like Stifler, you know. And there, and he's just he won't he won't want to talk to you anymore. That's hopefully. Or he'll go. You know what? That sounds great. Maybe I'm not gay. And then then there's that. So I mean, there's really no there's nothing there's nothing to lose here. <laughs> Jesus, Cindy Lee says if uh, if the prime minister dies and is buried in a pet cemetery, would he come back not so dictatorish? Well, normally he would come back evil, but he's already evil, so you have to ask Stephen King. But he's a f- full blown leftist and a very disturbing person. So I don't I don't know if you'd want to if you want to go there or not. Um, we got to play our game, and then I got to have this drink, and then there's more silliness ahead. Um. Hell, Billy Deluxe's Breakline Shekels. Get it done, son. I will. I got to find the... I was on Fortnite trying to find the part. They're all sold out. The parts I need are all sold out, but I'll find one eventually somewhere. Now, we got to play our game. It's Friday. Hey, it's Friday. I will not cut my hair, Frank. I'm, I'm growing out. It's going to be a way... It's going to get crazy. It's going to be a crazy time. Um, what are we doing? Where's my folder? I need to go get my... my It's so dumb, but it's so awesome at the same time. And I sent this to uh, uh, Fairy earlier. I said, um, oh, where the hell is it? <laughs> oh, this is, not, oh, this is a nice one. Um, hang on. I got to save this. Boop. What did I say to him? Um, so there's a, here it is. I'll show you this. There's a new exhibit at the Honolulu Museum of Art entitled Ukrainian Energy Expert. And the picture is Hunter Biden with a crack pipe in his mouth under a blanket. (laughs) But there's a quote attached to it that says, art is the lie that enables us to realize the truth. Pablo Picasso. Interesting. Um, But anyway, without further ado, we got to find out. We got to find out. We fucked around and now it's time to find out, everybody. We're going to play everybody's favorite game. Because it's Friday and nothing matters. It's the end of the world. Fuck you. Fuck everything. Who gives a shit? Somebody's calling me. Doesn't matter. Because nothing does. Fact or fairy tale. <laughs> you look at him bouncing around like that. Like a crazy guy. I'm going to bring that down. First up, if you think it's a fact, you got to put F in the chat. If you think it's a fairy tale, if it's fake, you can put FT. That's the only way up. That's all you got to do. Here we go. Let's one. First one. If Mental Marco misled Parliament, he has to go. He's got to go. Does he got to go? Is that a fact or is that a fairy tale? Is that a real story or not? Is, is the Globe and Mail really suggesting this? They are! That's a fact! That's real. That's a real story. Next! The Globe and Mail. Canadian Doctors Group calls for ban on fossil fuel ads in open letter. Oh yes, doctors are going to ban... We want to ban fossil fuels because doc... 
Fact or fairy tale? I don't even want to know. I know the answer. That's that's real too. That's a real story. CP24. U.S. tech companies proposes taser-armed drones to stop stop school shootings. Fact or fairy tale? Why not? Why not have drones driving around with tasers on them? That's real. That's real life. That's a real story. Next, Metro Weekly. Postmates serves up a bottom-friendly menu for pride. You know what that means, right? If you're the type of gentleman that um, likes to uh, have things done... Oh, God. There's a whole... That's true! It's real! That's real! That's a real story. Next. National Post. The Prime Minister parody topping Amazon's bestseller list, How the Prime Minister Stole Freedom. Topsing Amazon's bestseller list, a children's book. Uh, how the Prime Minister Stole Freedom. Fact or fairy tale? It's, it's, uh, it's real. It's real! Trans activists say WestJet violating their human rights by requiring them to state their gender. You know what? That's fucking real, too! I'm not even... It's, it's, uh, it's real. They're all real. This is all real life. Major, massive majority of liberal caucus wants uh, the Prime Minister to drop federal mandates, say liberal MPs. Yep. Can you imagine? That's where they're at. They, no one can understand this anymore, but we're still doing it anyway. And what causes a recession? Maybe it's you and how grumpy you are about the economy. Maybe you're the problem because you're just grumpy about it. This is a finance article. <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone's just in a bad mood. That's why gas is $2.30. Please stop this. Stop the rot. Stop it. Stop the punishment. I can't do it anymore. I can't, I know I have no choice but to do it, but I really just don't want to. It, it's like, um, there's just no way out. <laughs> it's so bad, man. What do I want here? I need to, I need to, oh man, none of these are doing it for me today. I got to dip into a different little pool of, uh, that's just, I'm just, in a, I just want to be in a better mood. How about that? How about that? How about this? How about we're going back to 1981. Gary's getting his Camaro, and we're all going to the Rippers. That's what's going on. How about that? Fuck. <laughs> I don't care if it's fantasy. Let me die how I live, how I want to live. For a minute. 
was those misogynist bigots again. Fucking being pumped about beautiful girls. The sick bastards. Sertos says some of this news nowadays just makes me want to smack someone repeatedly with an oar. An oar, nice choice. They're Canadian. I would have accepted hockey stick or broom handle. Camus Key says he only got obstruction of justice because he left the scene while the kid was bleeding to drop his kids off who were in the car and pounds of vodka. As you do, RCMP. Maybe he went and broke into somebody's house to question their 11-year-old in the middle of the night, too. Why not? Who cares? You can do what you want. Uh, Sir Toast says, I actually sent a friend of mine a clip of Factor Fairy Tale just to emphasize this clown world we are living in. Good laugh. I hope they enjoyed it. That was the twist. He sent them all. I was like, is, the tw- is that the twist? These are just all real? And he's just like, yes. <laughs> I'm just going to send you actual news that's insane. And we've reached a point now where no one can even be sure what's real anymore. It's impossible to tell. It's completely impossible. And don't feel bad because I don't fucking know half the time. Ah, I'm trying not to swear a bunch, but I, you know, it's, I was in the infantry. I've got permanent damage. I'm permanently damaged. Um, <laughs> True effects uh, says our, oh, how you doing, man? I hope you're doing well. Our own society is the only way out. It's uh, buy land and organize. They can have their clown world. They'll never let you go. They'll never let you go. But you can try. Uh, you know, go for it. I encourage you. At least you'll have the camaraderie and, um, you know, support and, and you know, of, of your community, of, of the people around you, of your friends and stuff, which is important. You need that. That's been uh, sorely stolen, sorely missed, I have to say, and, and stolen from, from so many of us because of uh, a lot of this. It was already very artificial in the beginning. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, take a, take an opportunity, take a situation and, and, and try to try to find the positives in it or try to find ways that you can make it work to your advantage. And what we did, what I tried to do and what many of you, you know, assisted me in doing and doing yourselves was, uh, finding each other and finding your friends. And I don't have any fake relationships anymore. I refuse to have them with anyone. Um, I don't suffer fools anymore and it's so nice. I would never go back. I would never, ever go back. I would never go back to having fake friends. That is the worst thing in the world. Um, you can't count on anybody. It's all, it's all, and I, and I still see them sometimes. Uh, you know, you, uh, (laughs) we understand you got your grade 10. Thanks, Mark. right but you have what would you rather would you rather things go back i mean obviously back to normal would be good wouldn't it wouldn't we rather i would much prefer the world of 2008 over the one we're living in now um in in a way however i wouldn't know and and gotten to spend so much time with and gotten and to learn about you know so many great people that i know that i do now that i don't have to worry about um not nearly as much i mean you can never really trust too many people but Compared to where we were, I mean, people were cutting up their own families and, and their peers and their neighbors and their co-workers. And, 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 and now we know. Now we know who's going to ride or die and, and stand with you and, and, and be your friend and have your back. And we know who's not. And it, it was proven. And we had two years to, to come to these conclusions to find out who was legit and who's not. Is your boss a piece of shit? Or is he, is he cool? Is he go- like, now we know. We know who everybody is now, don't we? In our own lives. Right. And some people are, you know, maybe they didn't go full blown uh, cultist on you, but they they're at a point now where it's like, you know, I still like them. I don't mind them, but I don't trust them. 
and I can't trust them because I saw what they did and I saw what they said and I, I saw how easily manipulated they are. I saw how very easily the TV could make them just do things and think things and, and, and would, you know, you can't trust people like that. They're, they're easily led around. It's like someone plays a magic flute and they'll all march you off a, off a cliff to kill you. The Pied Piper of, <laughs> you know, variant of concern. Um, so we know that, but we also conversely, we know the people that you'd be surprised. I was surprised the people that, that do, and especially with the, the shit that I've been going through and, and Morgan and everybody over the past, you know, uh, months and years anyway, and the attacks and the shit that we have to deal with and put up with. Now we know who is going to have your back and, and stick up for you. And, and, you know, that's, can you, can you put a price on that? Really? Can you really say what that's worth? Cause I, I don't know. That's a tough one. And, um, at least there's that. At least you don't have to feel alone and, and feel like um, there's not people that understand you and um, get what you're saying and um, feel the same things that, you're, that you do you know, as we're all going through this together because we are. Um, that's a great thing to have. So that's why you know, I encourage that to go and, and find these other people in uh, your areas, wherever you're at. If you want to join the Telegram uh, group, t.me slash Raging Dissident, II to the second. And uh, there's a pinned message in there. Um, all the regional, you can go there and, and I just pop up and say, hi, I'm fucking so-and-so. <laughs> get in and I, I want to I wanna ride bicycles. I want to do whatever. Because you're better off with other people. The more people you have, you know, um, uh, working together and, and supporting each other and taking care of each other, you're, you're going to be, you're going to have better odds going forward than you would be if you're on your own. And if there's anything the last two years did was made a lot of people feel like they were all by themselves comply or die everybody's doing it what's wrong with you because if you just live here if the only input you get is from that box from the tv or from your like all the mainstream shit that's what you're going to think is true that's how people that's how they make them think uh what reality is all of your inputs and your sensory input which is supposed to be uh when you're out in the world uh working and you know playing and doing doing whatever interacting with people that's where your social input and you know getting your finger on the pulse of what's going on in town and so on that's where it's supposed to come from that's normal that's natural it's organic that's how people are meant to live they're not meant to live in our pods with all of our shit our consumerist garbage that we don't need taking instructions from a, a black screen the black mirror that tells you how everything is especially when you can go out on your own and verify that that's not even true everything it's it's lying to me and it's, it's making everybody crazy and insane, you know, and it's a shame, but that's what it's doing. And, uh, I oppose it vehemently. Nelson 73 says, so the latest, um, uh, the prime minister is dropping random testing at airports for two weeks. And sales will be black July 1st, Canada day. What a clown. What the fuck is the point of that? Even they don't know what they're doing. They're in fr- full free fall panic mode. And I, I I don't I honestly don't know I don't know what the hell they're doing. It's very hard to tell because I have five percent of the information. They only they, we only have what they show us and what they they allow us to see on TV and, and you know what I mean. So who really knows what's going on in the the back channels of this kind of stuff? I don't know, but it it appears to me like they really don't have much of a plan and um really drop the ball and and they're they're going to pay for it. And uh, speaking of people paying for things, I heard about. Some guys hiring some lawyers to do some things. <laughs> I would love to. I'm going to keep that to myself for now, but um, just wait. There's lots of fun stuff coming for our enemies down the road here. Really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it.
So, and just another quick pitch for the, the V4F guys, the Veterans for Freedom guys. If you're a retired, you're American military, it doesn't matter. If you're a retired military person in this country and you want to get on board, I highly recommend that you do. The kinds of people that are in there running this are the kinds of guys that I always love to work with and I love to you know spend time with because they get it. You know what I mean? And uh, those are the guys that made the military what it was, that made all of, all of its greatest, the times and moments where the great things happened were because of people just like that. It wasn't because of some bootlicking careerist piece of garbage. It was because somebody went above and beyond and, and self, the people like, people like Warren Top, you know what I mean? These guys that are just going to do what has to be done because it has to be done and damn it all, if, if I get killed in the process and that's what happens, I don't care, but I'm not stopping. And, and they're coming together in, in the hundreds and the thousands. There's the memberships are in the thousands okay already it's three months old three months and the only reason it's not ten thousand people right now is because there's still lots of guys that haven't even heard of it yet but it's getting around it's getting around and there's and th- these aren't like drunk privates and corporals i'm talking like majors chief warrant officers of, of like and, and people from all over the tra- all over the military the navy the air force the army all over the place man it's forming its own like it's exciting so i i i really would suggest if you're not and you're interested uh send them an application but if you're going to pull the you know the stolen valor thing we will find you and we will hunt you down and, and kill you for food we will do that we have that's a whole other sub i'm not supposed to talk about that that's a whole other sub program i just can't keep my mouth shut but basically it's called the it's a it's like a weird kind of black ops program we have we, we, if you do stolen valor we send out a team to hunt you down and kill you and eat you for food and then we make like a a figure 11 out of your skin um, I'm probably not supposed to say that. Uh, sorry, Andrew. I, I don't, I didn't mean, but now you have to do it because <laughs> I put it out there. I'm just, I'm just kidding. They're great guys. They're, they're, they're excellent. Um, let's see. Uh, true effects says our own says, Oh, I read that one. All right. James Edwards. We need a dag dating site. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we do. Maybe we do. And I'm so glad like it, it's worked, man. It's done its job. Um, there, there's groups around and there's people I'm, I'm, I love seeing this that other people are hiring you know they're like I need workers and the people in the community is like I need a job and now they're working together and, and helping each other bing bang boom you don't gotta worry about getting fired you know and you don't gotta worry about your employees being you know shitbag uh, lefty you know it's perfect it's great and I, I, I want to see this you know expanding and, and keep using it use it for your, your local events that's, that's what the pages are there for again um if you're in the province and there's something going on, a rally, a barbecue, pick anything, whatever, any kind of opportunity to get out of your pods where you eat the bugs and, you know, listen to Klaus Schwab say he's going to, you know, eat your children all day to skate and go out there and find real people and feel like a person again and have a soul. And maybe, you know, at least if we're all going down, we're all going down together. It's way less scary that way, isn't it? Um, go do that. That's what it's for. Um, uh, Jacob Powell uh, says, what's up, brother? What's up? To, what's up to you down there? Are you still alive? I can't do Australian. I don't know why. It's just something, something's wrong. A lot, well, a lot's wrong with my brain, but that, that's one of them. It's one of the things that's also uh, wrong. What's up, brother? So let me get this straight. Not only can you impersonate Tony Montana, judging by those dance moves, you are Canadian Tony Montana. <laughs> Where the fuck's the blow, bro? Let's pack it out and start marching around. Give me a boot. I'll fit it over my head. <laughs> you need people like me. You need to be able to point and say, that's the bad guy. Yeah. Tony Montana. He was a great, what a great movie. I used to love movies, man. I like, 
I miss those days. Who, who, when's the last time anybody else really liked movies? I mean, so much work. I, people don't appreciate it. How much thought and work and shit goes into like a really great movie. Um, like the last great one that I saw that was legitimately a great film was uh, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix before the pandemic started. Masterpiece. Just the whole thing is so much work and effort and time went into this and creative. Uh, um, everything. It was, imp- it was incredible. It was fucking amazing. And I miss that. I miss going back and just watching movies again. You know, things I've seen before and just watching it again just because it's awesome. I got away from that. We got away from all of it. So you need to make time for yourself and, and uh, you know, you need to make time to waste time, I should say. Um, you know, you can't be dealing with this shit all the time and focus on this stuff all the time. Um, couple couple nights a week, whatever it is, like just set a couple hours. Like I am just going to watch old movies that I used to like, you know, or play your stupid video games or do whatever, but just... Allow, you need that your brain your soul to be a human because this this stuff is everywhere and it's not going away and um i've noticed that you know myself other people it it will eat you up man it, it it's never going to stop if this is all you pay attention to there's going to be more tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and if you don't uh, make some time for yourself you're gonna you're gonna go crazy and it's not gonna be good you know you're gonna be living under your kitchen table thinking the you know ramona dedulo's drone army has you know <laughs> sensors and the lights and that's why you shot them all out of your house and you've got <laughs> you can't you can't band of brothers great one i loved band of brothers it was excellent um there's so many uh so many whatever makes you happy you know what i mean just go do it and make time for yourself to do it as, you know as best you can if you can and uh you'll feel better i hope or you know or you'll go i'll never go back to being normal and then you'll snap and then that's that's too so i don't know that's possible. Total Meltdown says, uh, that is a sad silver lining. I lost my best friend and my partner of 10 years, my kid's stepfather. Who knew you thought your ride or die would leave? People met since I would die for. That's terrible. I mean, I haven't had anything that bad, but I've had some painful... Uh... <laughs> what are you doing in the brewery? Morgan's in the brewery again. Oh, God. I'm going to have to send someone to get you, aren't I? Don't crash my truck. <laughs> Love you. Um... I'm fortunate that that hasn't happened to me too badly. My immediate family has been amazing and excellent and, um, you know, but yeah, there's been some disappointing moments where there's people you thought, you know, would have your back or at least, at least make the effort because they care about you to understand where you're coming from or understand what the, you know, what your motivations are, what your, th- you know what I mean? And they don't, they just write you off and they, you know, that's, that's the, sh- that's the shittiest part of it, right? To be dismissed that easily. Like you never meant anything like that. That's, it's really painful to, to deal with. So I'm sorry about that. Um, that sucks. But you know, the, the main thing is, uh, you know, the people you find now, <laughs> you're not going to have to, uh, it's really driven everybody into their camps, hasn't it? And, um, so there's that. Karen SK says, I was not really in the Luftwaffe. Okay, you found me out. What? What? Were you? Were you not? I don't know what's going on. The Luftwaffe. What's going on here? Michael the Conqueror says, do you ever watch any Amazing Polly or Billy Joyce? I know who both of them are. I've never, I've talked to Billy once or twice on Facebook. I've never talked to Polly. Um, I just, the internet's too big. There's just not a time, right? I'm familiar with, I've, I've got the gist of kind of what they do, but not, I haven't, I haven't really spent a lot of time watching them, though. Um, but I know, yeah, Billy seems like a good dude. Uh, Polly, I don't, you know, I don't know her. You know, I don't, she seems all right. I don't know. <laughs> she was at an event I was at, someone said. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was her. I saw her there, and I didn't, I don't know. Didn't even say hi to me, that bitch. 
<laughs> just kidding. Uh, that was in Saskatchewan. Is she from Saskatchewan? I don't know where she's at. Amazing Polly. Billy is uh, out east here. CRJ uh, says the Matrix. A, it's documentary. The the very first Matrix movie was a ama- was amazing. It was amazing. It was fucking mind blowing. Like you remember when people just made new shit. That's what really was fascinating to me was like because everything these days is so predictable the man the the media the gaslighting it's just oh yeah more of the same horrible stuff i loved seeing um just 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 you know people just were like i just think this is cool and i don't care and then i'm just making it anyway and this is just something i'm into there was no constraints there's no diversity quotas there's no we have to have this many gay characters we have to have this no i'm just this is what i think is cool so i made it do you like it? If you don't, I don't care. It's art. That's how it's supposed to be. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Somebody said Polly's in Ontario. That's what I thought. And somebody said she was at this event, but I, maybe it was Ontario. Maybe it was. Oh, maybe. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm, I'm off. I'm off topic here, but uh, I think that's how, that's how you escape the NPC world. And that's how people really find their, um, I don't want to say power, but maybe that is the right word because there's such a, and I catch myself doing this, you know, a lot too, but not as much as most people. I don't suspect (laughs) you can't care what other people think. And what I mean by that is you can't care so much that it's going to impact um, your decision-making. You can be mindful of it. You can uh, acknowledge it and consider it. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, I'm saying this or I'm doing this or I'm being this person. I, you know, that's it. I don't care because I don't think about it. Uh, if you're letting other people dictate who you think you should be and, and what you should do and what you should say, you're you're doing it wrong. Um, and you can never you can never really be. And this is why you can never really be fully confident and have the full amount of the power of your own spirit to be you as a person if you're trying to please other people and trying to be a character that they expect you to be. They expect you to act a certain way, behave a certain way, like a certain thing, not like certain things. You know what I mean? There's a box you have to fit in and you have to somehow manage to squeeze yourself into that box and it hurts and it's not comfortable and it's shitty. And, and that's, why, that's how people live their lives because they're too afraid not to. I just like fuck the box do whatever you want you know not whatever you want you know say what's on your mind live your life uh, the way you want whatever interests you go for it you know it's uh can be scary and intimidating to, to people but that's that's holding you back really um anyway that's what i like about uh good movies they're they're good artistic expressions i mean imagine you know, I'm just going to make this movie. And it's like something totally off the wall. No one's ever heard of before. Huh? Is it, I don't know how it's going to do, but we're going to do it. That's when the, that's when the best stuff is ever made. When people don't give a fuck. That's when the best, like and worst, but some of the best stuff is ever, ever made. Um, and he says, uh, B 1999 was peak civilization. I agree with that. 1999, 2000 was, that was it. It was all downhill from there. Wasn't it? Pretty much 9-11 happened and it's just been constant trauma and gaslighting and shitty things ever since. Godzilla Unchanged says Casablanca, one of the all-time 10 best movies. Original King Kong also on the list. Robert Leary uh, says, any opinion on Daniel Smith out here in Alberta? Never heard of her. Uh, I know that she screwed the pooch when she went from Wild Rose to Cons, uh, but I think that she's Alberta's best shot. Cheers, brother. I've never heard of her. I'll have to look into her. I don't know who that is. Karen S.K. says, Prince was right. We should have party like it was 1999 because everything this century has been let down. <laughs> 
Always party like it's 99, because 99 was a good time. It was a good time. Um, let's see here. And this is, uh, this, I like this story. I'll give him that. Um, all, uh, all Romy, Romy babes and, uh, and, and Maxime here. Not only, well, in, in Bernier's case, and uh, I'm glad I could have any kind of a hand in this. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad this is, a, this, is, this is how it's done, man. This is what leadership looks like. And they were giving him shit for it. Oh, he's just trying to grift. He's just trying to... Bitch, throw on a rucksack and march 30 kilometers at this pace that Top's going. And let me know how you feel. Uh, you're not even going to finish. You're not even going to get f- f- five kilometers. You're not even going to do a, qu- a quarter of it. Because you will fail and quit. I guarantee, I guarantee you. Look into my eyes. This is what I used to do for a living. I, I promise you. Okay? As one of these soft, these city people, these leftist people, you have no idea what you're even, you know, condemning and poo-pooing and looking down on. It is so difficult to do what he's doing. I would literally drop to my knees and just be like, you know, you're the king. You, you win. You win at the, the Warrior Olympics. It's, it's unquestionable. It's beyond, it's beyond a doubt. It, it's insane. It's absolutely... My, it, he's like Odysseus or something. Do you understand? Like, that's how crazy this is. And as time goes on, the story may blow up to be... He walked around the world so fast that he actually spun up the fucking uh, rotation of the Earth so we have shorter seasons and shorter years. That's possible. That might... I mean, that's how crazy it is. Anyway, you've got... Uh, uh, old Romy Babes has agreed to, uh, to, to meet him. I don't know if he's going as well. He said they're going to join. So, and, 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 uh, Maxime Bernier as well have confirmed they will be joining, uh, James Top on his nationwide march to Ottawa in protest. Um, so he's going, they're both going. And, uh, as far as I know in Bernier's, uh, case, he's going to be finishing the last 30 kilometers, which would be the last day. I would imagine, um, James is going between 25, 30 and 50 something plus kilometers a day, which is in the military, we train people um, to do the Nijmegen march over in over in Europe, which is uh, a kind of an homage to the the, the march to Nijmegen Bridge uh, during Operation Market Guard in World War II. And these guys had to get there quickly. They had to cover a lot of ground real fast. And at the time, was like that is almost unheard of. It's like, well, we'll have to march day and night to get there and just not stop for days. <laughs> which is crazy but it's like the war depends on it like we may win or lose the war depending on your actions right now do you understand how huge this is so you need to just fucking go until your feet fall off and i'm not kidding you i'll shoot you dead and like we're not stopping you will die here in the bushes we'll just leave you here that's how fucking serious this is so the nijmegen march right and it's a it's three or four days in holland and they're marching i don't know it's like 50 clicks a day or something like that uh, it's a lot and it's you know shitty and so we train people for weeks and months and they you know toughen up their feet and their boots whatever james top was just like how about i do the nijmegen fucking a hundred times in a row how about i just do it right now with no tr- i'm just gonna throw a rucksack on and march to ottawa how about that how about that <laughs> you know what i mean this is crazy and he's actually gonna pull it off it's incredible this is the most incredible thing i've ever heard of man and he's doing it perfectly. All of his interview, all of his messaging, everything he does is just, you know, I'm in awe of the guy. I really am. He's so impressive. And I'm so um, proud that he's one of ours, that he's a Canadian and he's a, he's a, he's a warrior for this country. And he's, he represents the absolute, uh, th- that's what you would expect. 
when you when you talk about a, a reconnaissance uh, recon recce warrant in your infantry battalion or your unit master sniper you know what i mean that's a that's got to be a serious dude and he did not let us down okay this is i you know i'm gonna i'll be in tears you know when he gets there when he when he finishes that final kilometer and it should be complete silence that last kilometer probably take him seven minutes six minutes right he's going he'll probably run i wouldn't be surprised should be in just total silence. Everyone should just line the streets and stand there in complete silence and let this man have this moment that he's that he's worked so hard for, um, and and drink that in and acknowledge the incredible achievement that that is, because no one deserves to share that with him, except maybe the you know one or two guys that have been marching with him since Vancouver, which is it's 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 crazy. It's it's insane. And and to care this much that you're willing to put your body and your mind and your career and your financial situation and your your name out there in the world. I mean, he's really just throwing it all out there and he's doing it on behalf of the country and and I and I can't say enough about it. And you know, he has obviously the full support of uh Veterans for Freedom and um I have a feeling he's going to be a member as soon as he's released. <laughs> you know, and uh it's um I'm I'm just happy that uh that it happened i'm i'm happy that one of the few things that i felt really sure of in the world that i that i that i couldn't i couldn't live if it wasn't that these kinds of guys exist the guys that i looked up to some of the guys that we buried and um a lot of the things that we went through and and you know you can't fake it you can't fake that kind of stuff when you have to deal with the kinds of things that we did in, in the military and in the war and everything like you can't you're either you're about it or you're not and that's it and i knew these guys and i know i'm like they, 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 there's no way that it's just me there's no way that i can see what's going on around here and these guys don't care there's no way that i'm the only one that cares there's no way there, there's no way as sure as i'm sitting here right now talking to you there is absolutely a zero percent chance there's not a shitload more of these guys you know and it's it was a while and you know it was just we were kind of just screaming into the abyss and now to see them coming together in the thousands like this and 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 really impressive guys that are you know they get it they understand what's going on it's just oh and i i don't know what's going to happen but i've i've you know compared it in the past to like imagine being that last guy you feel like you're the last guy in the foxhole and you're just you're we're going to get overrun it's like you and two other guys one of them is blind. He's got like three inch thick glasses. They're like, well, he's useless, you know? <laughs> and it's like, we got a thousand Chinese coming down on us. We're finished. Oh my God. You know? And then you hear the bagpipes and then, and then a thousand of your guys show up right over at the last minute. You're like, oh, at least we got a shot now. At least, at least there's going to be uh, we're not going to just lay down. This isn't just going to happen. So we don't have to fight this on our own anymore. And that's a, uh, that's a, uh, I know I can't say enough. I can never, uh, I'll never be able to say enough and thank you guys so much for um, all the support and, and encouragement and everything. And it means the world to me and, and more so to so many other Canadians in this country that are, you know, they look up to you and they depend on you and um, you know, they'll tell you themselves the letters they get from, from families and children and, and old and older veterans and stuff like it, it's up to, like I said, it's up to, it's up to us. If, if we're not going to stand here and say, this isn't okay. And this isn't going to, this is not going to be allowed. This isn't going to be permitted. We will oppose you. Uh, that's going to happen and we will force you to make that choice you're going to have to say you either condemn the you know thousands of canadian veterans that put their lives in their necks and their 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 souls 
on the line and their bodies, their families had to pay for, we, we did all of this. And they, these guys did all of this for this country, for these people. You're going to look at them and say they're the bad guys. And you're going to take the side of a bunch of people that don't even know who's making the decisions anymore. They're pointing fingers at each other saying, no, it's you, no, it's you, no, it's you. Are you serious? This isn't even a question. And you wanted, you wanted, you pushed it this far. So this is where we're going with it now. And they're just going to get bigger. They're just only going to get more people. There's going to be more social and civil engagement. The, the the amount of support has been insane. I said to one of the guys on the phone, it's like, this is like the government might as well just be going around throwing trash everywhere. All we have to do is just pick it up. You know, who's going to notice that at before too long? Everybody. Like when you ban a bunch of children from flying on an aircraft, little kids, excited, amazing. You know how cool and amazing, you know, these military aircraft were when I was a little kid. It was like the coolest, sh- it was better than Star Wars. It was, you know, amazing. And you banned them because they're not vaccinated. How dare you? You know who showed up and saved the day and got those kids on a, on a, on a plane? Veterans for Freedom did, not the government of Canada. You know who, you know this, what was the old guy's name? I shared on my Facebook page. I'm sorry, I can't remember. The guy's a World War II Juno Beach veteran and a Korean War veteran. He, he went back for Korea. Imagine surviving World War II and going, you know what? I just haven't had enough. I think I'd like to do another one. <laughs> Holy fuck. Right? Can't get into his own, um, can't get into his own legion or any of his own social clubs because he's not vaccinated. So I don't care that you're a World War II veteran, Juno Beach, Korea. Don't care. Doesn't matter. Join the cult. Obey or else. Banish goodbye. Who cares? You know, you know who showed up and took the guy out and took care of him? Veterans for Freedom did, not the government of Canada. So let's keep playing that game. You want to keep playing that game? That's that's fine. That's fine with them. That's fine with me. It's fine with everybody. Just keep shooting. You're gonna run out of feet to shoot yourself in. Um. Let's see here. Oh, I got to scroll down. Caritas case is, uh, oh, I've got that one. Senior Bean. It's a good reminder. How do we support James Top? CanadaMarches.ca. There's, uh, there's all kinds of stuff. You can see, you can find where he is right there. He's got a live GPS tracker on his website, CanadaMarches.ca. You can see exactly where he is 24 <laughs> seven. It's, it's mental. It's just and every day. He's getting closer. He's so close now. And soon they're going to have to admit it. 10, only 10 so far. Members of parliament have agreed to meet with him. Small Pipi is not one of them. And um, we'll see what, how that changes once they get closer. Um, but it's the general consensus that the people that refu- they refuse to even entertain this man's request after what he's done and what he's put his body through to get their attention. If it's, if it's 24 years of service, the guy was in Medak pocket in Bosnia. Go look that shit show up. Before I joined the military, that was the craziest thing that had happened since the Korean War. And then he, all the rest of the tours he did, Afghanistan multiple times. If that wasn't enough, and then his, you know, he's, he's doing service with the government, with the RCMP, trying to train, doing all of this shit. And now he's going to march across, and they can't be bothered to even pay him the time of day, the attention to listen to him for 15 minutes. You can't listen to him for 15 minutes? Really? Well, okay, you don't have the time, we don't have the time for you. And we don't want to see you ever again at any of these Remembrance Day ceremonies, any of these cenotaphs. We don't want to see you. I don't want to hear your name. We don't know. Because who the hell are you? You couldn't even provide this guy, you know, 15, 20 minutes, to, but, you, but you're going to actually pretend? You're still going to virtue signal, are you? You know what he did is he he is put up or shut up time. You support the Canadian veterans. You 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 care about their service and their sacrifice. Very good. Go listen to him and hear what he has to say and, and talk to. Him. Oh, you don't want to, so you don't care. Okay, fair enough. 
Uh, Mark 206 says, sorry, man, my shit glitched out. Sent you more than one. Oh, yeah, I, saw, I don't know what happened there. I saw that. Uh, he says, oh, well, mustaches and mullets. Uh, grow it out, bro. <laughs> Do a grotesque shit poster. One who shall not be named. I may have to step back for a bit. Love you. It's all good, buddy. Uh, don't worry. I hope, take care of yourself. Um, I'll be, you know how to get a hold of me. Neophyte44 says, hey, Rage, sorry I wrote you an email. Initials of DS. Just wanted to reach out. Love the streams, brother. Ubik, thank you very much, man. Join, join the cult. <laughs> Veterans for freedom. Do it. It's in the National Post. We're terrorists. It, hey, the Middle East uh, Media Research Institute from Israeli intelligence said so. Isn't that strange? Isn't that weird they would say that? <laughs> just dig. Oh, just dig in there. Just dig in there. Just dig it up. Jacob Powell says, uh, your past analogy was bang on the mark. Uh, currently, this is 100% a bad cockfest party. We're just looking around at every desperado virtue signaler in the room as they look pathetic. Right now, someone's turned the music up, lifted the restriction. Reality has set in. It's going to be a fight. Let me have the biggest meathead. <laughs> Stand by. Stand in the door. <laughs> Yeah, green, green light. Michael the Conqueror says, "We're doing this, brother. God bless Canada. Jesus Christ is King." Car Thank you very much, Michael. Caritas cases. They would talk to Top if he was a bottom and he had a pride flag. Yeah, he. D if that was, if he was marching across the country for for gay trans rights or whatever, he would be on CBC every single day. There'd be a live tracker on the CBC website. Write that down. Write that down and take it to the bank, and you know that it's true. So what's the problem? What's the difference? The difference is the left in this country. Do not respect veterans. Do not respect the military because it's hard work. It's hard and it's scary and it takes adult men and women, grown-ups, you know, teeth-grinding motherfuckers to get in there and do that job and they don't have the stomach for it. They don't have the, the stomach to even entertain or think about it and they'd rather we not exist, quite honestly, to be frank. So uh, they don't actually have any respect. They, they pay lip service because they know they have to politically, really. And in this country, it's, it's not nearly as much as it is in the United States. Wait till they get going. Wait till Veterans for Freedom United States fucking stands up. Not telling you what to do, America, but um, if there's one thing the American population supports almost across the board without hesitation, without even thinking about it, it's the image of the United States Marine who's missing a leg because he lost it in Iraq somewhere. Okay, so what happens when those millions of guys organize and get together and form their own political lobby and say, hey, it's us or the government? You know, you can support, you know, what we think is, you know, needs to happen and it needs to change in this country, or you can, you know, keep voting for more tyrannical nonsense but we're not you you can do it if you want but we're not on that team the the you know this sizable you know portion of the veteran community has decided to stand up and say yeah okay just so everybody knows we're not cool with any of this and if you are yep that's we're not uh, we don't support you that should that should tell you something about the direction you're headed in um Sergeant Rock says, I have such love for my country, but hate for those destroying it as we speak. Well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you be angry with someone who's destroying your home in real time? Redneck Asian uh, says, 10-hour shift. I'm still going to the gym. I have you and James Top to thank for this. Good, good, man. Good for you. That's great. See you on the beach. Thank you very much, man. Uh, Jacob Powell says, just for a laugh, I watched Congress question... Uh, President's federal treasurer yesterday concerning the whopping 10% inflation. It's probably worse than that. The Democrats' cash injection bill last past year strong advised against and yet was pushed and passed. She's 90 years old. They don't care. They don't care. They don't know what they're doing. We're being run by maniacs that have no uh, grip on reality whatsoever. Kanuckian, holy living God. Jesus. <laughs> man, th thank you, man. I very much appreciate that. I don't know what to tell you. 
Um, thank you. He says, hell yeah, brother. Top is indestructible. King status. He is. I mean, he's physically a human mortal man, but what he's done, what he's inspired and what he's created is, is indestructible. Nothing. He could, he could quit tomorrow and it won't change a thing. The fact he's made it as far as he has and done as much as he has, that is the most inspiring thing I've ever seen. That I've ever seen anyone in the military ever do in my entire life. That is, that is the most inspiring thing I've ever seen. So he's, he's indestructible. He's, he's worthy of a heritage moment. That's, that's not an exaggeration. He should have one. Remember those old minute, you know, I played a bunch of them before. Pfft, they were epic. Do I have any of those kicking around still? Spinny's watching. He's going to just jump up right out of his chair. <laughs> I don't know if I have any of them saved. I don't think I did. Mm, some of those were real good. Oh, I don't think I have. Damn. No. But maybe I'll find one to play anyway, just in case. Just because they're awesome. Um... There was one, oh, what was the guy's name? Osborne. Let's see. I think his name was, yeah, this one's pretty sick. Listen. This is a sick, you know, these were, these were amazing and incredible. Check this out. Listen, they never this just used to be on TV. This is how much Canada has changed since the nineties. Stuff like this just used to be on TV for young people, not for all, for everyone. Just because you're watching TV, you're wasting your time doing whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hey, just for a minute, remember, hey, remember this place rules and the, and the people that live here and, you know, they, they fought hard for this place and people had to pay a, quite a price for, to, for you to enjoy what you're enjoying right now. So, uh, you know, remember that for the rest, you know, as you continue about your day. Good to go. All right. Carry on. Like that's, there's no reason not to do stuff like that. It's, and it, they, they just, the, these guys have sacrificed and died and you can't you can't give them no we've got no time for that we have time for drag queen story time though we can have a bunch of naked people dancing around sexually suggestive you know uh uh routines and stuff for children have them you know dance too and we'll put money in their g-string we'll do all that but we don't do stuff like this anymore because this is just big trip listen they never sent us any bloody jeeps never mind artillery stop the chat the chaps the chaps are all over us we're going outside now before they burn the place down Come on, lads! Osborne, give us a cover! Sir! He's down, sir! Lawson's down! So's Hennessy! All right, fix bayonets! We move out of my orders! Oh my god, grenade! 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 Our troops in Hong Kong were the first Canadians to see combat in the Second World War. And the war's first Victoria Cross for Canada was awarded posthumously to Sergeant Major John Osborne of Winnipeg. We're just, you're asking for more than we're willing to give right now. Anyway, uh, Kanakian continues. He says, thank you very much, man. He says, I don't know another man that has the perseverance that he has, nor do I. He said, you as well, my friend. Don't stop what you're doing. Oh, don't compare me to top. I'm a... No. But that, I thank you very much. And then uh, he says another one, top for PM. <laughs> I don't think he'd want that job. 
But he should absolutely be the regimental sergeant major for life of Veterans for Freedom. That's without a d I mean, who who else? Who else is there? It's like, it's not even quite, it wouldn't, it would, you know. No one even needs to say it. He just is. He already is. Doesn't even need to be done. <laughs> um, let's see. I got that one. Got that one. We're almost, we got to get out of here in a minute. Um. I read that one. Sertos says, I'd like to point out that in the U.S., uh, when you see the headlines, inflation is highest since 1981, it's because they changed how to measure it that year. It's realistically double that. Oh, good. Jacob Powell says, can you show us your best dance moves to Slipknot? <laughs> I will not. I am not dancing. You can't. The only way to dance to Slipknot is to hurt people, I think. Isn't that how it works? Something like that. You know. Um. Anyway, so... I just thought, I don't, this is completely random. It has nothing to do with anything, but I just thought this was funny at the time. And uh, so I know a guy. And, um, <laughs> like, I'm an idiot. I'm clearly an idiot. I, my entire life, I was a paper kid, paper boy. Then I joined the army. If it's not like, if it's not that, I don't know what the hell to do with anything. Or if it's like lifting weights or running or doing some kind of physical like training, I can do that. I can tell you about that. Or, you know, infantry stuff. And, you know, I used to know some things about hockey. That's about it. Otherwise, I'm an absolute moron. If something breaks, I just I just get someone to fix it. You know, I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> Retarded. <laughs> you know? So to me, when I meet people like this in the real world, it's like it's like it's like, you know, you leave the infantry and you're like, what the f like these people exist, so I meet this guy. Right? And uh, he's got a, he's got, he's doing something for work. He's got a, he's got to make um, rivets or something. I, yeah, I don't know. Got to make, make a bunch of them, but it's too slow. It's a long process, you know? And what would I do? I'd be like, well, I'd hire somebody else to do it probably because I'm lazy. This, this guy builds a machine to do it for him. I, I just let you sit with that for a minute. I mean, do, who does that? Raise your hand. Maybe Gary, but I don't know anyone else who builds machines. And I don't mean like a guy that works for Lockheed Martin. This is just, just a guy. And it's like, oh, I know. I'll just build a machine to do it for me. What are you talking about? And he shows me this thing, and it's got, it looks like a, you know, something out of Toy Story. It's all like smashed together, and there's like fans from computers, and there's like pistons moving around. It's like, oh, this is part of an overhead projector that I used to the, what do you mean? And there's like, this thing's like, like, what? I would never, it would never even occur to me to do something like this. It's mind-blowing. It's like, there's people that build machines to do chores for them, like Rick from Rick and Morty. What is this? This is crazy to me. It blew my mind. It was, inc it was insane. <laughs> it's like, if I have something that doesn't work, I would just, I would just hire somebody to do it. I would never, it would never even occur to me to construct a machine. It, yes, it was like MacGyver. It was crazy. I'm like, there's people in the world that do this? This is something you only see in a movie. Like, you know, this is like, what is this, Tim Allen? Like, you've constructed a machine? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And that's, and we got to keep an eye on those guys. Because if we're building machines, th th this is where everything went wrong. Okay, eventually there was too much machines, and, and now, now we're screwed. Okay, so as good as machines are, we need to go back in time. We need to stop the, the absolute, the minute, the minute that someone says, hey, 
I, I've, I've created a new machine. And like, well, what does this one do? Well, it's a, I call it a computer. What does it do? Well, the circuit boards mimic the, in, mimic the electrical patterns of the human brain. And it really, it, uh, it thinks for you. Dead. Immediately dead. You just kill him immediately. And go, that's it. No more. No machines will be thinking for people. We're done. We're good with machines. We're good where we are. We don't need anything else. We don't need anything else. So go back. Go. No, no you too, Peggy. You go back and sit there and you go listen to your radio like a human being with a soul. Go listen to the hockey game on the radio like a normal person. I'm shutting it down. I'm calling it. What is this, 1946? We're done. There's no more. No, that's it. We're done with technology. Listen, I've been to the future. You don't want to go there, guys. There is not going to be a Zuckerberg or a fucking Bezos. Not on my watch. Not on my time. All right, so there's no more machines. That's it. We're good. Just keep the current ones. Tinker with them if you want, but there's to be no more advancement. You don't want to go there. There's Facebook. There's Japanese sex dolls. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. So we can't have these guys just, we, we need to keep them busy. You got to keep the machine building guys because they want to make them bigger and more powerful and stronger. And eventually you've got, you know, Skynet. Do you want Skynet? Do you want Terminators? Do you want people wiped out by drones with tasers? You know, whatever's going to happen. It all started with something. It started with somebody tinkering in a garage is what happened. Now we've got, you know, these computers and everything. And look how everything's, everything's gone to hell. Everything's gone completely to hell. So we can't... <laughs> technology. Death to technology. No more. No more. we got to go back in time and we've got to stop people from, from building machines. That's the only thing I can understand that has a chance. Um, I don't know why I thought of that, but I just I thought it was and I thought it was funny. I thought it <laughs> Machines. We've got to stop this. We're going to stop it. My brain just doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? I, I don't think like that. It, it, it's fascinating to watch people that like to do these kinds of things. It's insane. Um, yes, please, please no sex dolls. Please no Christian sex dolls. That would be the worst. You'd never be able to get the smell right. You know, it was, <laughs> Jacob Powell says, uh, just for a laugh. Oh, no, I read that one already. Sorry, so toast. I uh, got you. And Oh, there it is. Oh, no, I, I did. I got them all. Good. All right, we're almost out of here. We're almost out of time. It's almost all over. I can finally go back to my uh, hovel. I think I got a guy coming by here uh, in a moment, in a bit. Mr. Max Hammer's in town. Professor Max Hammer's in town. If you didn't see him in the chat, it's because he's here. Hanging out with me. <laughs> I didn't even text him the address. I got to get back to him. If you're watching, Mr. Hammer, I'll be right with you, sir. I'll be right with you in a moment. Um, let's see here. I'm going to get... The fucking showing out of here, I suppose. What was the one I wanted? I don't know. Uh, anyway, so that's where we're at. Um, they're burning it all down. It's on purpose. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like I said, there's no... All we can really do is try to position ourselves as best as possible to... Um, adapt to the changing situation and even as even as crappy as things are now they're not the 1930s i mean not yet what we're it's probably gonna be worse than that uh, once things uh really get going um but we have one big advantage and and that is uh you know if you haven't found your friends i suggest that you do but a lot of us know who those people are now and we're in much better um much better position to help each other going forward and and 
and uh, surviving uh, together that way because you can't do it the way they want you to. Isolated, alone, and depressed at home in your pod, eating the bugs, watching the screen, and, and waiting to be told who to hate next and what to do and what to destroy and what to be scared of, more importantly than anything. Um, I got all of that. So that's why they did it. It's all about money, like it always is. And there's no way out. Like There's nothing we can do about this. Um, but the advantage that you have is that you know. If you know what's coming and you know that what the financial situation is, you know that things are going to only continue to get more expensive and crazier. It's like musical chairs. Once you realize that musical chairs is being played, you're going to, and, and most of the other people don't know they're playing musical chairs. You know, you've got a better chance uh, at surviving than they do. And um, their intention is to, you know, rebuild the world under their own uh, perverse, insane image that you can read all about in the UN Sustainable Development Agenda. Um, the Great Reset Plan. There's books published about They talk about it. They talk about this airport stuff right in there. They say right out of the book to make it as inconvenient and stressful and nauseating as possible as so people just stop flying because it's not worth the issue. They're talking about getting rid of you can't take bags on planes anymore to deter people from using them and this kind of thing. They're just... Um, they're trying to get you used to this new paradigm and, and that's how it's going to be. We're basically being ruled by crazy people. And uh, no one ever would have along with it voluntarily. So they invented a crisis. They invented a scheme, which they planned ahead and they talked about it. They had Event 201. They did all of this. And, uh, you know, twofold. They made a pile of money on it and they, they got everybody to line up and submit themselves to these uh, experimental injections that that French uh, government guy, what the hell was his name? If I searched, I could probably find it, but I don't have time right now. He's... Um, you know, talks about it at length. They talk about it intensely. Yeah, we'll just, well, the next, what do you say? The next genocide is not going to be, we're not going to use camps and guns and all this stuff. We'll have people line up and do it themselves. We'll have them show up and, and they'll want to do it. They'll ask for it. And that's pretty much uh, kind of what they did, isn't it? Jacob Powell, you're crazy today. He says, I love you, bro. How could you not donate? My sacrifice is my labor. I know you know, but I'll say it again, goddammit. He's calling me Big Red, the Canadian Crippler. He says, you're a goddamn funny legend. Long live Redbeard. Cheers, uh, bigots. Godspeed. May the Daglon revolution be swift and prosper. Godspeed, bigots. Godspeed. I saw somebody say in one of the chat, chats that, uh, you know, the Daglon move. It's, it's not a movement. It's a, if it's anything, it's, a, it's just, you know, freedom people. You know, people that just want to live like, you know, human beings with dignity and, and freedom to live our lives free of, free of government interference. You know, um, I'm not an anarchist. I don't think we should have no government whatsoever. But the one we have, this, 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 is, this is too much. This isn't how people are meant to live. This is too insane. This is too crazy. It exists entirely just to perpetuate itself. It's a parasite that has gotten too big, too bloated, too self-interested, and too corrupt. And it's on, it doesn't even belong to us. The government is supposed to be our representatives that we elect, that we send to, you know, make these decisions for us. And instead, we have popularity contests for um, figureheads to go stand in a room and be told what to do by corporate billionaires that aren't even from this country or your country or wherever you're from. That's what we're doing instead. So until most people figure, enough people, I don't know what the magic number is, but it's a lot more than it used to be. I can tell you that right now. Until people figure that out, until they understand that and figure that out that this is all a fugazi, it's not, it's not real, you know? It's, you know, they're beholden to these United Nations and these special interest groups and these bankers and these, and these companies. That's who, that's who makes the decisions. And then they dictate it down to your, your representatives and your whatever national governments you have. And they implement it. And that's why every country in the Western world all at the same time is all doing the same thing at the same time in lockstep. Coincidentally, it's just such a, such a mystery. 
it's an unpredictable thing that they're, they're, they're trying to do. This has never been attempted either. What they're trying to do has never been attempted before. There he is. Max Hammer says, was busy loading up my bike and getting yelled at by an old lady. She was wearing a mask. Welcome to Halifax, buddy. Tell her, tell her to go to Ukraine. Tell her she's not standing by Ukraine enough. She needs to stand by it harder as you go across the McKay Bridge and try not to let the giant 5,000-foot Ukrainian flag whip you off your bike into the ocean because that's been known to have. Carrot's case is time's at hand to form up like the British at Rourke's Drift. I've never heard of that. Zulu Wars. Synthetic C-17 says, Sup, homie, you're doing, you're doing great, kid. Here with a bro enjoying the soothing sounds of rage. Trying to enjoy the little things in life while I can. Thanks for everything, dude. It's been huge. Cheers, Dags. Thank you very much, man. You've been a big support as well over the years. I appreciate you. Sergeant Rocks says, uh, keep the faith bigots and bigots. Rage Man, I can't thank you enough for giving us the inspiration to keep going against this evil machine. I won't bend or break in, in it to win it. Fuck you, make me. DNDF. I don't know what that one means. DNDF. Don't, don't, no, don't. I don't know. Now, 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 now the org, now it's just spawning its own gangster acronyms. That's cool. I'm fine with it. I don't, I don't mind at all. Kanakian man, relax. Thank you very much. Freedom of line, body, and mind was forever and ever. Amen. Life, he says, freedom of life, body, and mind, right? And that's what we're supposed to have. That's what we all deserve. That is what um, these people fought and died for. And that is the, you know, the honor and privilege that I, that I don't deserve. And I, and I don't feel qualified. You know, I have imposter syndrome big time um, to try and try and perpetuate, you know, their legacy of, you know, friends of mine, a lot of friends of mine have died, died for this idea of what they thought the country was and what we were doing. In, in not just my generation, the previous ones in the, in the, you know, the nineties in, in Bosnia and around Europe and, and some places in the, the Middle East. And then of course, you know, the other conflicts, you know, there was Canadians in Vietnam. People don't know that Korea, the world wars, all of that. No one ever, no one ever um, would have signed up and, and, and did any of those things if they could see the mess that we're in now. I guarantee you, I guarantee you. And I love that meme of all the guys uh, go over, going over on the landing craft boats, you know, to hit the uh, the beaches of France, talking about, uh, I hope there's drag queen story time. And the, those, those guys would have d- shot themselves, uh, probably. Have you ever talked to anybody from that era, from those days? Like, this is all insane to them, the, the few that are still alive. And um, it's not a, it's not a, it's not progression. It's not just old thinking. It's just it's just wrong what we're doing. It's what, what's happening now. It's wrong. It's always been wrong. And we're just in the clutches of um, maniacs and psychos and spoiled, entitled, you know, crazy people that don't deserve to be where they are. They didn't earn it. Um, and we have to oppose them because if we don't, no one is. No one will. There's no one coming. There is no cavalry. There's no um, Batman. No one's coming back from the dead. No one's coming down from the clouds. None of that's going to happen. Um, it's them versus us. And if we just sit here and, and let them roll over us and take everything away, then it goes away and it stays gone forever. And, and, it, and there's not going to be another chance. Because after this, after we're all gone and out of the way, there's no one left that even remembers what normal was like. No one is going to remember the 90s, 80s, the 70s, any time before social media, before Facebook, before cell phones, before text messages, before uh, you know, alerts and lockdowns and pandemics and, and masks and tests and, and, and all of this craziness that we've, that we've been subjected to and vaccine mandates and vaccine passports. All of this, if you're, my son is three years old, this is normal to him. This has been his whole life. What if this doesn't stop? What if he's 17 years old and this continues? It's always been that way for him. 
How do you expect his generation to, to figure it out and fight for something they don't even, they've never even tasted before? They're trying to take something away from you and me and us that we remember, that we can tangibly, we have photos of it, we have memories of it, we have videos of it. We've got scars on our bodies from times and places that no longer exist anymore. And they don't exist because they were taken away. They were taken away by these people in power. And the only way we get them back is if we take them back. And we take them back by, at the very least, making our voices heard and banding together in unison and telling them that we're not going to do it. Fight them for every inch, every single inch. Because they're fighting for every inch. They're, this is serious. They're using everything. They're taking everything everywhere. We can't afford to, to give them anything ever. You, they, they must be challenged. They must be opposed. Because what's at stake is, is literally the future of, of every, every living person. Who's going who's gonna to stop them if they get away with it? Imagine the world that your children and your grandchildren will live in. If we fail to, to, to even slow down or stop these people, if we just roll over and let them have what they want, that's it. And if you think that can't happen, you're not, uh, you know, not being honest with yourself. Michael the Conqueror says, Big Red, I think you're a Canadian hero. I don't know about that. He says, by the grace of God, I'm running for prime minister. And when I win, you, Pauly, St. George, George St. Pierre, is that what you mean? Billy Joyce, Stan Dix, Dave Paisley, Keenan, son of Enos, James Top, and all others will get the gratitude of Canada for standing while others hid. Uh, God bless you. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Fair enough, sir. I hope you do win. I don't know if you can run for prime minister and win, but a lot of things have to change uh, between then and now for that. But, you know, that's it. That's all I got to say about that, and, um, and I mean it. And that's why, I mean, that, that's the uncomfortable burden that, we, that we've kind of inherited here. We don't have a choice. We, we can't stop. We can't go home um, because there's nowhere to go. I said that a few nights ago, and every, every once in a while, something will just come to me. <laughs> and... Uh, it just stays with me for a long time. I'm trying to find this stupid song now and I can't find it. You. There we go. It's 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 like the sink or swim attitude. If you want to be a defeatist or do you want to, you know, be proactive. And and really that's how life is. It's up to you. I've seen and, and heard of examples and stories of, you know, especially in the military where there's been <laughs> bad spots and it simply came down to how bad do you want to live? And they just got it done. Despite very, <laughs> they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have been able to do it. And most people would have given up because why would you even try in the face of the odds like that? But if you don't try, you're already defeated. If you just lay down and die, you will die. If you fight, you, you probably might still die, but you've got a chance to win. And that chance to win is what drives you on. For, that's all you think about. You don't think of it like a chance. You think of it like you are going to win. You have to settle into it and sit into it. And there's, there's no other option. If you die in the process, then you die. But you have to you fight like you know you're going to win. And, uh, and, and like, you can't lose. That was something I got from, uh, I kind of st stole a bit from, uh, one of a video, one of, uh, Devin Larratt made a while ago. I can't lose. You can't lose. You can't lose. That's the mindset that you must adopt that you can't, I can't lose. 
Not that I can't because the consequences are so crazy. I physically can't. It's impossible. <laughs> I will fight until I win or I die. I can't lose. I can't. It's impossible. If you had a sizable amount of us doing that, like, um, you know, like your future and your family and everyone depends on it and the, and the goodwill and good nature and, and great upbringings and, and wonderful times and memories that we had of this country before all this craziness happened, before these people came around. Um, if you want to experience that again and give that to your children and your grandchildren and give something, uh, that's, that's why you're doing it. That's why you get up every day and that's why you continue and that's why you don't get on the truck and that's why you, you put one foot in front of the other. That's why James Top is still marching and that's why everybody around is doing as much as they can for as long as they can and whatever the personal sacrifice and the cost because it's, it's too important. It's, it's, it's too important. And, you know, as they say, I don't know who says this, but I read this once. In a battle of the wills of the people versus the government, the government is unarmed. I highly doubt that they have the stomach because they operate, they're all about greed. Greed, power, and me, me, me versus I'll do whatever it takes for you, you, and you. And let's stack that up. Chris, Jason, thank you very much, guys. Uh, Cindy Lee, and if I missed a couple, I'm sorry. They don't, they don't keep the messages up. I need some kind of assistance or something, some kind of assistance. Billy Deluxe, Michael the Conqueror, Sergeant Rock, Synthetic C-17, Karen SK, Mr. Max Hammer. I'll text you in a minute, buddy. Jacob Powell, Sir Toast, Redneck Asian. Robert O'Leary, Godzilla Unchained, CRJ, Total Meltdown, James Edwards, True FX 01, Sir Toast, Camus Key, Taylor Stanley, Mr. Stanley, Mr. Stanley, Glitcherful, Cinnamons, you bastards, I hate you guys, Anderson Paladin, Filthy Weasel, Kieran Kanzner, you vicious bastard. Frank Mack, NWO Pickley, Michael's Mama, Queen Ramona Didulo, I'm taking your RV, I'm taking everything, I'm taking your soul, your whole kingdom is mine, belongs to me now. R. Mackey, Angry Soldier 100, Short and Long, Reverend Chad. Aiden Daniels, Cracked Walnut Nut, James Edwards, I got you, I got you. Williams Crispy! Knight Rider the third, Full Draw Scuffs, hey, Lynn, hey, thank you, Lynn. Trucker Rob. NYC Bit. Thank you very much, guys, I appreciate it. Pro Patch, you. Thank you very much. Veteransforfreedom.ca, CanadaMarches.ca. 
RagingDistant.com, six seconds. Where is Death to Cir- Circulon sucks. They suck so bad. They're so shitty at everything. That that HR manager woman, guess where she was? She was the chief top HR manager of all Circulon. Doesn't surprise you. It shouldn't surprise you. That's exactly what they're all like. The hell with all of them. They're all terrible. RagingDistant.com, all my social media links and everything are on there if you want to go to the Telegram page, Instagram, whatever it is. I don't care. Do whatever you want. It's on there. I'll probably be back Monday. I don't know. I got work to do. I got shit to move around. I got I got on pants. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. <laughs> thank you guys so much. I appreciate you all very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'll uh, see you next time. Stay deadly. Cheers, guys. No, Phil. No, 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 no. We don't need Thomas. No, I don't think that's that's necessary, buddy. We don't need that. No, there's lots of members. There's dude. There's there's a ton already. Yes, four digits. It's there's a lot. I mean, it's into the thousands now. <sighs> Phil, it's not that I don't. Well, no, yeah, I don't trust you at all, at all, not even a little bit. But do you remember the movie Pet Cemetery? The Stephen King novel, how someone got promised a thing and then they did it and they sort of got that thing, but it was demented and horrible beyond, you know, in imagined ways that they couldn't possibly have foreseen or imagined. And eventually it was like, we should never have done the thing. When you proposed to me that you're going to use your demonic spell book, Thomas, to levitate around the room and resurrect all of the dead from all of the world wars to bring them onto our side. I feel like that could be a catastrophically terrible idea. I don't know if I want zombies from Vimy Ridge. I don't know what those guys are going to be like. Do they have souls? Yes, it matters. What do you mean it doesn't matter? Don't, no, no, don't put it down. Don't you read those passages. Phil. Philip. Philip. We're talking about the Devil's Brigade here. Do you want zombie Devil's Brigade roaming around? They used to have neck-cutting competitions. They arguably didn't have souls when they were alive, Phil! Don't do it. Don't. I I am serious. No, I'm not. Put the book down. Oh, I'm not going to get desperate. We don't have to go there. I, well, it... What do you mean their families? They're all dead, too. This is 100 years ago. <laughs> they don't want to see... Listen... I'm sure people would love to see... It, it would be a spectacle. You're right. 
but it could also be a very dangerous. I'm not letting, listen, I'll leave it. If I'm dead, you can do it. If I die, Phil, feel free to just go nuts and raise an army of war dead from World War I and just do whatever you want with it. I know it's going to be global domination, clearly, but just, can you just at least let me not see that horrible nightmare before I die? That would be, that would be great. Thank you.